Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. This is your Commander-in-Chief. I am issuing a warning. The following podcast contains adult content and intended for a mature audience. Listener discretion is advised. Enjoy. Hello, everybody. Welcome to a brand new MMA Roasted podcast. It's me, Adam Hunter. Hi, Adam. How's it going? I'm here with T-Rex. What's up? Cock, rock, when ready to rock, whatever the saying is. Cock, lock, ready. All right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Perfect. Um, <laughs> Marina's coming in in 20 minutes, and then we got a great show. We got Bisbing. Michael Bisbing's on the show, as well as Hector Lombard. We're going to try to get them on together. Uh, awesome. I don't know if this is going to work, but hopefully. And then um, uh, Kaylin Current, who just lost her fight to Paige Van Zandt. Pa- but, Paige Van Zandt, right. But she looked pretty good doing the uh, first two rounds. I thought she won the first two. Yeah. She got caught at the end. Yeah. Um, how was your week? It was cool, man. Uh, you know, just uh, recovering from Thanksgiving and all that. And then, uh, have you done a show since Thanksgiving? Uh, last no, no, we didn't. Not. Right, so Thanksgiving was amazing. I probably gained fifteen pounds. Yeah, um, leftover turkey's all good. Then I had a show at um, at uh, the Federal in North Hollywood on Friday. How'd that go? It was awesome. It was yeah. packed out, and uh, it was weird because uh, one of the dudes who um, the bar manager. I walked up to the bar. You know, TK gave me some tickets, some yeah. drink tickets. So I walked over to the bar manager, and I was like, you know, let me get a captain and coke. And he was like, that kind of being a dick. He was like, those aren't good for those. Those are good for like well, oh. well drinks and and beer, and wine. And I was like, well, I don't drink that. Let me get a captain and coke. And he was like, those aren't good. And I was like, I don't care. I'll pay for a captain and coke. So yeah. then he brought me a captain and coke. And he's like, I'm just playing with you. Aww. And then I was like, okay. And he was like, you don't remember me? And I was like, no. And he said, we did a movie with Ramsey Moore. I had a long ponytail. I was Johnny Blaze. And I was like, oh my God, that was you. <laughs> I was like, so we, so he's just messing with me the whole time. Oh, that's so awesome. So he just started give me, feeding me drinks, right? So by the time I got on stage, I had a good buzz going. And then TK bought me like two drinks while I was on stage. Uh, and so I did an hour and 20 minutes. And about 45 minutes in, man, I, is when the liquor hit me. Yeah. And I just, it was like, it, it was a distinct edge where I could feel... The alcohol kicked in, and I couldn't remember my jokes. Oh, no. And, yeah, it was really weird. Did you pull it off? Yeah, I pulled it off, but then afterwards, I was like, dude, I don't know what the hell that was. And, and TK was like, yeah, you were good for about an hour, that hour and 20. Yeah. <laughs> and so I was like, yeah, I can't do that anymore. Like, knowing the bar manager isn't a great thing. That's what I, when I'm on stage and people start ordering me shots, I'm yeah. like, I don't really drink, and I hate saying no. You right. know, then everyone gets mad at you. Like, oh, you do like too good for us to drink right. with us? And then, oh, I've done that before. And uh, I've been, I did that Fat Cats and Modesto. I was sort of out of my feet doing that. Okay. Yeah. So then on Saturday night, I had a show at the uh, at the Ice House, Benny Mena show. And that was great, too, in the annex. It was nice and packed out. And I closed that one out, too. And it was a nice. good time, man. Fun times. What did I do? I was I had a show uh, at the Comedy Store. It was like the all-black show. Oh, God. Oh, night. yeah. We were talking about that yesterday. Yeah, and it was the night at like the, the whole Ferguson. <laughs> So it was like tensions were like big, right. and, and it was actually like this comic got mad because I was in I was in the, the comedy I was in the hall of the comedy store and they're like oh what show are you doing I'm all, I'm doing the the the, the uh, black show and some black guys like oh you're doing the black show huh oh the black I'm like come on give me there's like three different right. rooms right. like really like right. I'm like really this is what you're I'm I don't know not even gonna and that's so, what it is 
I mean, but it was like uh, it was the best way to describe it. I, I, maybe yep. I'm on, I'm on the comedy show that's predominantly African American. I mean, is that, is that like right. how, am I to, how am I supposed to break it down? It's because I mean, anytime there's an ethnicity other than white, they always make it about that ethnicity. You know, like, well, in a I comedy mean, they call show, it chocolate Sundays, chocolate or, Sundays, or, or, or like tripping or, or Tuesdays, Mo, Mo, Mo Better Mondays, yeah, or Mo Better or tripping Mondays, on Tuesdays, or, or Food no Stamp Fridays, or something. You know, or sickle cell Sundays. <laughs> <laughs> I just said the black right. show. Why, why can't you just be at the comedy show? Right, right, right. Which one? Whatever. I was like, okay, right. fine. So, all right. So then I, I, I get on stage and I'm like, listen, uh, I was, I was doing really well. I was having a good time, and it was like mostly like you black know, people. Yeah, in the audience. And <laughs> it was some hot black girls, and I'm like, hey, you know, we should have sex, and you know, that'll that'll ease the tensions. Right. And, and then we'll, we'll name the kid Ferguson. Oh my god. The whole place went ballistic. It was, uh, <laughs> People couldn't believe I said it. Like it was like that night I said it. That's awesome. So that was that was really cool. Uh, that was fun. <laughs> Followed by like twelve Bill Cosby jo- jokes. After that, you did? Was, yeah, I did all these Bill Cosby jokes. How like a lot of people, a lot of women are like um, standing behind him because that's where they feel safer. Right. Uh, so so that was cool. And then but it was. Uh, and then what else? So then Wednesday, I actually worked on a TV show the next day. Um, and I'm like, and then. Uh, Thursday, I had to I had to actually fly Thanksgiving. I, I had come on. I had a show Friday and Saturday in Arkansas, so I flew out seven in the morning. Had to, had, to, had a had a layover. Oh, in Little Rock. In Little Rock, and then Thanksgiving night, I was eating Taco Bell. Shut up. Yeah, that was my Thanksgiving. It Dude, was, it was kind of sad. It was it was actually. And why, did you, why did you leave Friday morning? Uh, cause it was like the flight got in at like four thirty or something, and I was like, you know what? It's the holidays. Flights are delayed. You right. know, I don't want to take no, a chance. Risk. And then I then I, I like missed two shows that night. So I'm like, you know what? It was kind of sad. But there was it actually, but it was like whatever. I'm doing what I love. Whatever. Right. Thanksgiving is overrated anyway. Uh, I mean, you know, <laughs> who celebrates Thanksgiving? Um, but it was funny. Cause actually, it was there was like a couple times in my career where I was like, you know. What am I doing in my life? Let me tell you about the time when I, I fought the other comic. Not the one at the, at the haha, but when I was on tour. <laughs> no. Okay, so I was supposed to do this tour like with... Like a fist fight? Yeah, well, kind of. What happened was I was supposed to do this tour with Ben Glebe. Okay. Uh, we were supposed to go to Djibouti, Africa, and, <laughs> Djibouti. and uh, Bahrain. Please don't tell me you fought Ben Glebe. No, no. Ben, okay. I ben, love Ben. Ben canceled out the day before. They put me with this guy... Little Bra, his name is. Little Bra. From Texas. It's like old school black comic. And he's, uh, and the guy's just making fun of me the whole time. Like, I would say one thing, and he always, I'm like, yo, I think Eddie Murphy's movies aren't as good as they used to be. Man, you better respect Eddie Murphy. I mean, just yelling at me. Uh, just One of, of those motherfuckers. One of these guys. And he would go on stage, and it was during the time George Bush was president. So he'd be like, man, George Bush could suck my cock. And, and in front of the troops, who's the, he, right. Bush was their commander-in-chief. And then he would close with, like, peanut butter on his ball sack and dog licking it off. It was that kind of comedian. Original stuff. All original. <laughs> so I'm ignoring him. And then we were, what happened? We were in Bahrain and we, there was a massage parlor. We walked in and it was all tranny, <laughs> tranny. Oh my god! So we, we like so he ran out and then he locked me in. I'm like let me out and I and then that was, that was kind of funny. Ha ha ha. So then like we're like hanging out by where I'm I'm just gonna you know I'm I had I had to pay for the guy to get through customs. It was just one of those things where I had to lay out money because he didn't have money pay for on him to get through customs. Yeah, in Africa they like shook us down in Africa like getting in. <laughs> it was we kind of corrupt. So. We're hanging out with like the military guys, and I don't drink that much. But this guy, I had a couple drinks in me. It's like we're this like back, all these behind this like cantina thing, and he's like, "Man, Adam is gay. Adam's a Adam's a fag. And this and that, all this stuff." And I'm just like, "Yeah, all right, dude." 
and I just had enough. So I was like, really? So I took his hat and I, I like shuffled, like smushed him with his own hat. Right. And I'm like, and I'm like, I'm like, what are you gonna do? And I, at the time, I was just coaching wrestling, so I was like, so he, right. he came at me. So I, I underhooked him and overhooked him and hip tossed him on his head. Right. No way. Yeah, I was like, fuck this. I mean, I basically lateral dropped him. Right. And I was like, what? Who's a bitch now? And then the troops had to separate us. Right. And they were like, so then the the uh, sergeant takes us in like the back room and he's like, what's wrong with you? You need to find Jesus. Are you guys <laughs> supposed to lift our spirits? He's like, I'm gonna treat you like I do my boys. We're either gonna take your money or punch you in the stomach. So we're like punches in the stomach. So the guy punches both in the Shut stomach. Up. I swear to God, this happened. Like hard? Like no. Uh, I mean, I was just, I was, <laughs> I was so happy that I beat that, that I that I threw the kid on his head. This kid yeah. On his so he was like, it wasn't a kid. It was like a 40, 50 year old man, and he's like, I guess I deserve that, you know. And after that, he didn't he didn't fuck with me. But right. That was uh, sometimes you gotta do that. But at that point, I was thinking to myself, man, I am in Djibouti, Africa. I just punched a comedian. I, j- I just got punched in the stomach by, by Sergeant Haggerty, and, and, uh, and I have no money. How many wrong turns in my life did I get to, to be <laughs> right. here? You start thinking about, like, what the fuck am I doing? And I sort of had that when I was eating Taco Bell on Thanksgiving. <laughs> Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah, so it, it all does Was it at relate. least a turkey taco? No, it was, I had a Mexican melt and a, and, and a beef burrito or something. Jesus. So... Uh, I did actually get some. Um, I did get some booty in uh, in Arkansas. Booty? No, no, no. <laughs> in Arkansas, man, this this Tinder is great for for comedians. It's like you're in town, you invite them to the show. But uh, are you about to go into the whole story about why this is probably one of the worst ones you've ever hooked up? Th- no, no, this was actually <laughs> not one. I told you before this. You know what? I think I'm done. I think I'm done with rant. I'm I'm, I'm ready to settle down. I think this was this was my you, low I've point. I've heard you say that so many times. Yeah, but this was my low point. This is my rock bottom. <laughs> she looked like Barney Rubble in a wig. Yeah, I mean, she was. You know what it was? It was one of those things where she came to the show. And then she texts me, "Hey, we're out at the at the at the club." And I'm like, "I'm not going. I'm not leaving my comedy condo." Right. And they're like, "We come over." They come over like at four thirty. These two girls, and I was like, "You know what? They're here. There's no effort. Well, Might on. as well." It was, it was Poggy there. What? Steve Poggy. No, the other comic wasn't there. Where was uh, he? He was he was drunk and asleep. He was he was out. The other, he was at the house. Though. Yeah, he was at the house. He was he was drunk, and it was one of those things. Uh, where it was uh, like. Uh. Uh, actually, actually, I'm kidding. We didn't go there. We went. We went to a uh, a hotel. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. You went to the hotel. Yeah, you went to the hotel. <laughs> but it was. But I don't know. It was one of those things where I'm just like, you know what? What am I doing with my life? I mean, this is not. Because uh, I was thinking, what if this girl gets pregnant? I, I, oh, I, I obviously God. wore, I obviously wore a condom or three. But I was <laughs> like, what if? They, they, how could I explain to my exes that this is what I left them for? Right. <laughs> Dude, how bad? How bad was this chick? You know, I think if you... If I mean, you, for, for not putting in any effort at 4.30 in the morning... Yeah, you, you got to... It definitely adds some points there. Right. Not putting any effort, 4 o'clock in the morning, 4.30... How, I, I, how ashamed would you be if you picked her up, if you picked her up like put in, bought her drinks at 12.30 in, in the morning? Uh, <laughs> would you be pretty upset with yourself? I would, it would definitely tell people that it was my cousin, you know? <laughs> and you fucked your cousin? No, no, I was just, I was just <laughs> hanging out with my cousin, and it was like... Right. Her, her, she just got divorced or something. Oh, and my God. It, it, wasn't, it was not my finest work, but there is, like, a thing where you have to... <laughs> You have to add points for the lack of effort. Right. You know, if it just gets thrown at you, you're like, you know, you know, I don't know. I, don't know. I, I got, I, I got to raise my standards. That's that's the whole point. She's a four at ten thirty and a ten at four thirty. Yeah, kind of. Uh, so what else happened? Uh, 
I was coaching yesterday. I was coaching wrestling. I was speaking to ex-girlfriend. So I was I was coaching wrestling, and we have this move, right? Guys, if it, you know, if a kid gets pinned and he's put on his back, you know, obviously the thing you, you want to bridge and punch through to get off your back, but you can also flee the mat, which you can get a point for doing that. A point taken away from you. You're getting uh, kind of running off the mat, but sometimes you got to do it. So I'm like coaching these kids, and I'm like, I go to one kid, I'm like, Hey, what's your ex-girlfriend's name? And the kid's like, uh, Holly. I'm like, all right. When I say the word Holly, it means flee the mat. <laughs> every, every year we have a, you know, last year it was a Takira. Right. It was, uh, that, that, that was kind of funny. Um, oh, uh, so Marina's here. Marina is here. There you go. How Jesus. About damn time. I love how Marina comes late and then gets mad at us for not opening the door. Well, I mean, I'm supposed I'm to know. Because I'm here and I don't want to be later than I already am. Grab a microphone. Oh up, man! Guys? Hi, Hi, Marina. Hi. What's going on? Nothing. Traffic sucks. How was your Thanksgiving? It was good. I spent it with Rhonda's family. Nice. My family is all in New York, so. What'd you do? Uh, we ate turkey. There you go. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. There you go. I just kind of got drunk and uh, it was fun. Mm. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yeah. You got drunk on Thanksgiving? You no, know, it's like it, have you ever been to somebody else's family's Thanksgiving? Yeah. It's, you know, it's cool, but it's, you know... Kind of awkward. Yeah, at the same time, you're still just kind of like, oh, this isn't really my family. All I want to do is, like, unbutton my pants and lay with my legs, like, up. And... Well, do that, do that at my place. What do you do? Are you <laughs> want to unbutton your pants and lay with your, <laughs> no, you with your legs so in the much. air? Oh, oh, I thought you meant you were, like, horny. No. Like, oh. On Thanksgiving. Uh, you never know. I, I would stuff the turkey. Listen. Um, <laughs> sure you would. I'm just... Whoa, hey. Listen. <laughs> Whoa, hey. This is a very Johnny Carson moment. Whoa, hey. Whoa, hey. Oh, hey. Yeah, we have... Uh... Oh, hey. So, uh, Jake just got a, a fight announced. Have you heard? Jake Ellenberger is fighting Josh Koscheck at UFC 184 in Los Angeles on the undercard of Ronda Rousey against really? Kat Zingano and uh, when Chris Weidman. When did this get announced? Today. What time today? Uh, I don't know. When you were driving? While I was driving? <laughs> yes. But do you not believe me? No, I believe you. It's just... That's great. Yes. That's so I, good news. That's good news. He I, he better beat Koscheck. He better swear, use I his wrestling. Swear to God. He, he better not. The only I, the only way he loses to Koscheck, I think, is if he gets caught with some crazy overhand right, which I don't think Jake's going to do. But he's got, I don't know, man. He, he, he's he got to. I have, people have been asking me, where's Jake? I, I've texted him a couple times. We, we've communicated through text. He's getting his brother ready for his fight in Nebraska. And uh, I think he needs time to, away. He needs to be home. Yeah, he needs to it's, be home. That's what happens when you go through like a traumatic experience. You need to go home. Yeah. Did you go home? What, after my fight? Yeah. I didn't go home. So then what are you talking about? Well, no, I went crazy. <laughs> is what really? What do you, my fight. Well, what'd you do? No, I just... Um, I didn't have the right people in front of me or around me for like personal reasons. Like, you know, like when you cry... Or, like, when you get sad about something, you bring somebody around that's, like, really... In, I don't know. Are you? Is your family still alive? Like, do you... My mother left when I was three. Mm -hmm. So I don't know her. But my father is uh, very... Yeah, he's still alive and we're still he, best and, friends. And, he, and he's fucking hilarious. He is very funny. And you're still pretty close with him, Very right? close to So, me. like, when you feel off, you reconnect with him and then things kind of... They may not be better, but they're, they seem better for the time yeah. being. And it's easier for you to deal with things... Sure. I, as much as I love everybody who's in my life right now, they're not my immediate family. Right. So. But you said you went crazy. Like, you, you like, lock yourself in a... Well, no, 
no, no. You rip I went, out your hair. Like, no, what? not like not like pulling my hair out type of crazy. Just like a deep, deep depression. Hmm. Like really, like bad depression. I'm happy you're out of it. Yeah. You're not I'm really not out of it. No, I'm we're, not out we're, of it. we're part of your depression. What? No, this you guys are part of my recovery. That's oh, why that's I'm good. Consistent. Oh, nice. High five. All right, that's good. <laughs> that's good. Thank yeah. God. By the way, everyone loves your scissoring stories. By the way, I can see that you've from been, all the memes. Yes, you. <laughs> I'm so grateful for all the memes that I've been getting. Everyone seems to really get a big kick out of your scissoring. You know, and you know, we think actually we think about changing your name to Marina the Scissor Shafir. Mm, yeah. I'll cut you before that ever happens. I will slice and dice your ass before that ever happens. With, with an actual scissor, will you cut me? Because yes. that would be, wow, that would yes. be good. Yeah. I like it. I think Marina the Scissor, I think it's a nice ring to it. Of course you uh, will. People listening uh, on Twitter, if you think Marina the Scissor Shafir is the right, is the, uh, please, oh please hit us up. I have no part of this. Marina. Somebody, She's going to beat up, somebody up. Upvote that hashtag, please. Can we get a thing going here? Marina the Scissor. Come, Come on. on. Marina the Scissor has a good, I think I so much better than the supernova from Moldova. I mean, that's way too much. Uh, that's what? good too, but the scissor is like the scissor. You talk a lot all the time. I think you it can't should be that, like... not even the scissors, just scissors. I think scissors. Like, Marina scissors, Sophia. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. That's all I'm saying about scissors. That's it. I'm yeah. telling you. I think. All right. So uh, DJ just walked in. He's probably gonna tell us that he didn't hit record yet. <laughs> I don't know. All right, you guys ready to start? <laughs> All right, hold on. Let me play. Let me, okay, there we go. Record. All right, thanks. <laughs> Five, thanks, four, three, two, one. Thank you. I think that's probably a good thing. So, all right, another thing. So, so Bellator says that they are trying to get Brock Lesnar. Uh, they said that, um, that, and you know what? Uh, Scott Coker said that, right? Scott Coker, yes. So I just don't know if they'll have the figures for him. Uh, well, it's Viacom. Making, I know it's Viacom, but... WWE money compared to UFC money is there's no comparison. That's true, but I think especially, it's actually especially the type of figure he's turned into in the WWE. I don't know. I mean, he could. I mean, he could always. Who would he fight in Bellator? It would be like Lesnar versus Chicago, uh, uh, Lesnar versus Tito, Lesnar I mean, yeah, versus there's Rampage. Really nobody for him to fight. I mean, well, I mean, turning into a sideshow. I think Rampage show. might actually beat him if Rampage connects in the first thirty seconds. Brock might go into a shell, and uh, Brock does not like getting hit. Not that uh, anyway. Read like... that off of an article. No, he doesn't. I... No, I know he doesn't. But they did... it says that in like fifty articles. Well, because he doesn't like getting hit. <laughs> That's no. why he says that. Have you seen Brock Lesnar when it, when it comes? Brock Lesnar is obviously an amazing athlete. One of my favorite fighters. I, lo I love watching him. All kinds of respect for Brock Lesnar. However, he has that typical like bully mentality of he's always been the big kid in the playground and mm -hmm. if you look at the guys who have hit him back uh, as soon as someone hits him back he he he, he flips out hence overeem Cain velasquez yeah had him down on one knee like cowering like shane carwin he just gets he doesn't like getting hit and and I know not from that guys that have does. trained with him yeah i'm not disagreeing when guys with that you. have trained with him over at uh when it was team uh What's the name of that team? Uh, the team in Minnesota, Brock Lesnar's team. You know what I'm talking about. Anyway, see, no, he trained with. Oh, team um, big as shit. <laughs> no, he with, trained with Eric Paulson and the whole CSW crew. Yeah, and I, I talked to guys that that were literally told to not, or they're not allowed to punch Brock Lesnar during sparring. That sounds like a Hector Lombard thing. Like, don't punch him too hard. <laughs> no, but I or heard that. that I heard that from you. the. I heard that from a guy who was told that. 
to not punch him hard. Reveal your source. I, I'll, I'll text him and see if he'll come on the podcast and talk about it. He might, actually. He, he's been on the podcast before. Hint, hint. Uh, so, hint, hint, hint. Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying. Look, I, would I love to watch Brock Lesnar come back? Absolutely. Me too. Would I probably pay money to see it? Sure, I, I, I would. Do I think that he has a legitimate run at the title anymore? No. I think, I think Brock, Brock Lesnar pre-stomach diverticulitis was a monster. Uh, and his, he had this mean streak in him that seemed to go away when he came back. I think he like found Jesus, and he was all alive. It was like Joe Boo in Major League Two. When it, it was, <laughs> he was like so nice, and he loved everybody, and it just it wasn't the same. Even Frank Mir said that the, the the Brock that killed him in the second fight was not the same Brock that came in against Overeem. Mm. Okay. <laughs> all right. You're looking so, at me like. Uh, I'm not allowed to look at you anymore. Right? Okay, okay. No, this you're is... looking at me like for approval. If it's That's how I look at everybody you... for approval. You look I, like Rocky I need Balboa approval. today. <laughs> I do? Yeah, with a little uh, hat and a, and a shirt. You like it? Like, yeah, it's it's very looking. New York outside. So you look, you look cute. You know. You look hot. Well, so what, you. Is the guy in the tugboat, is he going to be okay? Or is it like a yes, windy rough seas? Is it a windy ocean right now? Yeah, he's in the ocean in New York. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Tubby the tugboat. So now, um, you ever watch that? Tubby, oh, Tubby the tuba. That was, that was all right. And then also, uh, <laughs> the tuba, the tugboat. Uh, twelve. There was a tugboat Thomas. That was a wrestler in the eighties. You ever know that tugboat Thomas? Mm, no. All right. So we have to call Bisbing. Ricky Steamboat. When, when we get back, we're gonna talk to Bisbing, and then we are gonna talk about the uniforms. That was the big deal today. Reebok is now sponsoring the UFC uniforms. Come on. A lot of fighters that are sounds, very. That sounds dumb as shit. A lot of fighters are really upset about that. A lot of fighters are not. It's supposed to help out the the the, the fighters who can't get sponsored. I have a question about that too. Uh, is it affecting athletes and other organizations that have that as a sponsor? Have Reebok as a sponsor, like in other organizations like Bellator? I don't think so. WSOF. No, this is just a UFC deal. So we're going to talk about uniforms, which I think is a bad idea. I think part of... It's taking what, more money away from the... But also visually. I like looking at certain fighters wearing certain things. I don't want to see the same guys wearing the same type you of... You just want to see dude wipes. I it's do. funny. It's funny. It's <laughs> you want to see though. dynamic Honestly, fasteners across but, their but, ass. But personally, I, personally I, I like you know, like Felice Herrig's like gear and his outfits. It's something that's like cool about like having guys look different and girls look different. Even like... Melvin Manhoof's like whatever the hell that guy wears looks kind of cool. Like I mean, gladiator. the gladiator look. Well, the, the fighters will get to work directly with Reebok to design the colors and the schemes of their Oh, come individual. on. And now all of a sudden is, they're is, fashion designers? Is Reebok well, I mean, if they want a certain color, you know, or if they want like a flag on it or something like that, they're going to be able to work with Reebok. But is Reebok going to be paying these guys to wear the stuff like, you know... These you guys can, can't work with their you trainers. Can't get your own, you can't get your own sponsorship now, but we'll pay you like... Yeah, it's tiered. It's tiered based on rankings. Okay. So you have the champions so tier, then you have that second tier, that top 10 or whatever, and then it goes down to... And you're right. It's going to benefit the guys at the very bottom. The guys in the middle the guys and gals in the middle, you know, it, it could it could hurt. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about Mickey Rourke's boxing match. Dude, did you see that horrendousness? <laughs> but now it came out the guy was homeless, and Mickey Rourke offered him money to fly him out there, get him a visa. So and what did Mickey have any? Does he have anything to say about that? Uh, well, no. After the fight, he said he wanted to have ten more fights and fight Bernard Hopkins. No, I mean about flying this he guy did out. He did. Say that. I saw the interview Mickey with my own Rourke eyes. Mickey would get his ass whooped. <laughs> so we're gonna talk. He about probably would have got his ass whooped by that guy if the guy didn't need the three thousand dollars to take the fall. <laughs> he was supposed to go down in the fourth. We went down in the second. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, that was some good acting. Did you see how horrible that was? <laughs> it was awful. That body shot. It was unbelievable. The wrestler was more believable. <laughs> the movie The Wrestler is actually. So we're going to talk about that. Then we're going to talk about UFC 181. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. 
uh, talking about also me raising my standards. I, I need, I need to, I'm, I'm going for, I'm ready to settle down. Uh, do, do you have any hot, you have any hot friends? I have a lot of hot friends, but they're in New York. What about ones that you live with? <laughs> <laughs> Unavailable. Ah, oh, really? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, boo. All right. So we're going to talk about that right now. We're going to call Bizbing and thank you for listening. We got the count Michael Bisbing on the podcast. Thank you for coming on, by the way. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Are we live already? Yes. Is that okay? Yeah, of course it's okay. But, you know, a bit of professional courtesy. Come on, guys. You know how to do this. Oh, okay. Sure. All right. All right. You know, to stop swearing and talking shit about people and all that good <laughs> oh, stuff. Oh, no. We, we want all that. No, we, we want you to swear and talk shit. <laughs> it's better when it's live. <laughs> of course that's what you want. So how how, how you doing, man? You had, a, you, you, had a, you had a tough loss against Rockhold. How are you, man? I'm great. You know, I'm on top of the world. Obviously, um, my fighting is very important to me, you know, and... Uh, you know, I'm I'm a competitor. I love to win fights, and and I didn't win that. So of course, you know, I was down for a few days. But um, the circumstances of that fight were just very unfortunate. You know, um, I have a bad eye that doesn't see too well. It sees enough, you know, that I can pass all the medicals. Um, but my other good eye in the first round, Rockhold headbutted me and split my eye wide open. I had six stitches after the fight, and it was just pouring blood into the into the eye. So it was difficult to see. Damn. So, you know, I, 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 it, it really was difficult to see, simple as that, really. So, um, you know, he beat me fair and square, but, you know, if he didn't headbutt me, um, things would have been different. And now I know I sound like a sore loser there. People are going to say, ah, oh, you know, you just take it like a man. But they are the facts. That is my story, and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Now, do you think, I mean, it seems like, uh, it seems like you got screwed over a lot. Um, because I was I was looking at some of the guys you lost to, you know, Vitor Belfort, Chael Sonnen, Vanderlei Silva, Dan Henderson, who were all uh, either on TRT or some other stuff when they fought you. How do you think those fights would have went had they not been on that stuff? You know, I mean, people do. People ask me that question a lot, and obviously, um, you know, I'm going to say, of course, maybe those fights would have been different. Now, I don't know that for a fact, but. You know, come on. I, I was talking to Carol Sonnen recently, and he said he was on testosterone when we fought. And uh, the fight was very close. Chael even thought that I won that fight. But he was lucky enough to get the decision. But he was grac- gracious enough to all- also say, I think you won that fight, Michael. Um, he then also told me recently that he was on testosterone. And if I wasn't, and if he wasn't on testosterone, that I would have definitely have won that fight. Now, if I had won that fight, I would have went on to fight Anderson Silva. It would have been a title fight. I would have got a cut of the pay-per-view. I would have earned a shitload of money. Um, so, you know, when you, when you think of it like that, then you can start to get bitter. But you can't live your life like that. You know, the past is the past, and you've just got to move forward. Um, so I don't, I, I don't sit around dwelling on past losses and things like that. You know, I accepted those fights at the time. You know, they beat me under the rules. And, you know, you've just got to take it like a man, brush yourself off and, and move on to the next opponent. Yeah, I know. It, it, it is bullshit, though. I do kind of feel for you in a way, though. I, I got I to gotta say, no, but, you know. That's very kind. That's very kind. I feel for myself as well. In fact, I feel myself every night. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. By the way, your, your, wife, your wife's been following me on Twitter for years now, and, and she's super hot. So good, 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 really good job on that, by the way. No, no, thank you very much. Yeah, she's not bad. She scrubs up okay. When I <laughs> let her out of the up. kitchen, she, she scrubs up okay. <laughs> 
Well, that's good. And now I was looking at like your history. You were born on a military base, right? In uh, in uh, Cyprus. Yes, that's right. My dad was in the army, and uh, yeah, born on a military base in Cyprus. Uh, so technically British soil. I know there's a lot of people that say, hey, he's not even English. I was born in Cyprus on a military base, so it was technically British soil. We lived there, I don't know, a couple of years. I don't even remember anything about it, really. So, uh, yeah, but yeah, you are correct, sir. But you started doing jiu-jitsu at age eight, and then you did no-holds-barred fighting at age 15? Yeah, probably sooner than that, actually. I, uh, I followed my brother to uh, the local jiu-jitsu club, as uh, little brothers do. And um, at the end of the class, we put the boxing gloves on and kind of sparred, and I, I just loved it, and I fell in love with it straight away. And uh, continued going back and really uh, fell in love with it. But as I said, uh, from that, I got into kickboxing and a bit of boxing. And um, we were doing mixed martial arts, really, but we didn't know it was MMA back then. This is back in, like, 92, 93. So we did a competition called Knockdown Sport Budo, which was uh, essentially the same as mixed martial arts. There was no gloves, but there was no headshots. And I was fighting grown men, uh, three or four fights in one night, probably, yeah, 14, 15, something like that. Damn, that's that's crazy. <laughs> you, must, you must have some very liberal parents. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, my, my hardest sparring match is where I my dad. He kicked my ass regularly. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I certainly went into my fights with parents. And then, and then you, uh, so then you gave up kickboxing and you worked as, uh, you were a, a, a postman as well as a, a plasterer and you worked in slaughterhouses? Yeah, you, yeah, listen, you name it, every shitty job under the sun I've done it. I, I, and I don't mean any disrespect to any postman or anything like that or, you know, I, I did a lot of construction work. I did anything I could do to uh, earn some money, basically. And uh, as you said, I was kickboxing professionally. Um, I met my wife, you know, we had children. And, um, you know, I, I had to get a job and, 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 you know, support the family. Unfortunately, I never went to college. Well, I did go to college for a short period of time, but I dropped out. For some reason, I was studying advanced electronic engineering, and it was the most boring thing <laughs> I've ever done in my life. Uh, I don't know why I picked that course, uh, but anyway, I did. And, uh, yeah, I dropped out. So I had no qualifications and no skills. <laughs> so it was just a lot of manual labor. Um, did work in a slaughterhouse for a while killing 500 cows a day. Oh uh, so all you vegan lovers are really going to love me now. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, anything up, and everything to pay the bills. <laughs> but I mean, you, you know what I like about you though, man, is that it seems like you're really good at playing the heel uh, because you do it in a way where it's kind of funny. You know, it's not like people, <laughs> you do it in a way where you're just, you're just a bad guy enough where you actually enjoy, like you, it's like very entertaining. You love hating him. Yeah. No, you really I embrace the competition. I'm just, Naturally, a good dick. So, <laughs> you guys want to call me a heel? That's great. You know, and I'll pretend it's all an act. Yeah. No, you know, listen, when I was younger, I used to, um, you know, I, I, I used to maybe act in a way that maybe I shouldn't have done. I've certainly grown up and I've matured uh, a little over the years. Um, still, I've got some more maturing to do. But, uh, yeah, no, I've, I've certainly done things in the past that maybe give people a reason you know, to, to criticize me, I've said things, I've done things I regret, you know, but uh, I always try and learn from those mistakes and not try and make the same mistake twice. Do you think spitting on Jorge Rivera and his uh, corner was the biggest mistake you made? No. Spitting on Jorge Rivera's corner. Uh, hold on, hold on. You're putting words in my mouth. I never spat on Jorge Rivera's corner, man. I spat on the floor to show the content that I felt for him because he is, was, and still is a fucking dick. And so is Jorge Rivera. 
you start making videos mocking me and mocking my family, you're lucky that that's all you got. You're lucky you didn't see me after the fight because the shit that he said went overboard. And uh, he can kiss my ass then, and he can kiss my ass now. No, well said. All yeah. right. I, I, you know. You can't argue with him about that. <laughs> now, um, yeah. I, now, I remember when, when, when you fought Mayhem, I was like, I was actually at that fight. And, uh, you know, me, me and Mayhem were, were pretty good friends at the time. A lot of people were picking Mayhem for that fight. Yes. Uh, were you surprised at how easily you beat him? You know what? I mean, I don't know. I think I was expecting a tougher fight, but I certainly trained accordingly. You know, I trained very hard for that fight. It was a big deal. You know, there was a lot of hype going into it with the ultimate fighter, obviously. So, um, yeah, I, I trained accordingly. So, you know, I was expecting a tougher opponent, but my jiu-jitsu coach at the time actually said to me, listen, Mike, I've, I've worked out with Jason pretty extensively. You're going to steamroll this guy. But I never underestimate any opponent. You know, you've always got to uh, train accordingly. And, uh, yeah, you know, it, it went to plan. It really did. Now, that was that was the really impressive performance. Um, I know that I, I read an interview with you one time where you said that there are times you, that you felt like you didn't, you like felt like not working out. And then somebody would hit you up on Twitter saying, Bisbing, I'm your biggest fan. Click this link. You'd click it up and then it'd be you getting knocked out by Dan Henderson. And then you get all pissed and then go work out. Is that, is that true? Yeah, well, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, it, 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 I probably said it at some point. So if I said it, it was true. Um, you know, I mean, you know, that's the thing with social media. You know, there's a lot of people that follow you because they, they, they you know, they like what you do. Um, but on the flip side of that, there's also an equal number, or a gr if not a greater number, of people that uh, just want to talk shit and criticize and things like that. So yeah, there's a lot of that. There's a lot of of me getting knocked out by Dan Henderson and things like that, and that did, I, I still come across them on almost a daily basis. Um, I, I'm always motivated to train. To be honest, I've, I've never been lazy. Um, but yeah, certainly when opponents start stirring the pot a little bit, it does make it easier. It does give you a little more motivation. Were you pissed at Dan for landing that that like second shot? No, I couldn't care less. I really couldn't. People talk about that. Listen, until the referee stops it, it's fair game. Good for him. Yeah, that was a, that was a that was that was another crazy fight, man. You've been in so many wars. I guarantee, I, I guarantee that he wouldn't be able to pull it off in a rematch, though. The <laughs> old bastard. <laughs> <laughs> now, why do people always call you out? It seems like everyone in in the UFC, people that aren't even in the UFC, people that are not in your weight division, they always call you out. How how come they call you sure. out? Well, I mean, I, I'm not sure. You know, I mean, I'm never sure of something to say. Yeah. I've been around the UFC a long time. You know, I've been on. Almost 10 years now I've been fighting the best guys in the world. So with that comes, you know, a certain amount of exposure. So, you know, people, if you want to hop the line or whatever, get ahead, you know, maybe get some fan recognition, get some more Twitter followers. I don't know. You think call me out. You think I'm, e I'm an easy opponent, but um, you feel differently after the fight. I'm not sure. There's a multitude of reasons. I mean, as I say, sometimes I put my foot in my mouth and I don't say the right thing. Other times, because they want to test themselves. You know, who knows? I mean, as I said, I've been a staple in the top 10, really, you know, the whole time I've been in the UFC. So there's many reasons why they may call me out. Now, who do you want to call out? Who do I want to call out? Do you know what? I've been thinking about this just recently. There's no one I want to call out that I really have any particular problem with. You know, listen to this. I just got asked to do a top five for the UFC. I just got asked to do a top five of people I don't like. And I emailed back and I said, I really don't want to do that. There's not really five people that I don't like, you know. I'm, I'm just going to say for the sake of it. Um, listen, I want to fight again ASAP. That's what I love to do and it's how I pay the bills. 
Uh, but more importantly, you know, I'm coming off a loss and I want to eradicate that as fast as possible. You're only as good as your last opponent or as that's, good as your that's last bull- fight. See, that's bullshit because you've been, in some, you've been in some wars. I don't believe that you're only good as your last opponent. I think that that's a good way to get people to keep fighting. But, I mean, you know, you you just, you destroyed Kung Lee. Uh, yeah. I mean, you've beaten you've beaten some good guys. You beat Brian Stan. You, you, you know, you, you that Chael fight, I think it could have been a draw. I think you could have won that fight. Yeah. Chris Lieben, you fucking lit up Chris Lieben. I mean, wh- wh- why why say you're only as good as your last opponent? No, because I I truly believe that you know in in terms of not in terms of public perception because that's what they see that's what's recent that's that, that's what they see when you look at a fighter and they see that they got beat recently that's the thing that sticks out in the mind of course if if they scratch the surface and they look beyond that they said no of course this guy's a great fighter and this and that but in his last fight. You know, this right. happened. So, you know, I, I don't want people having those conversations. I want them to say, in his last fight, he kicked ass. He did this, and he should be fighting for the belt soon. Of course, fighting for the belt, I've got to forget about that for a while. I've got to rebuild myself and, uh, you know, notch up a few victories. If and when I do that, then, um, you know, I can start talking about that again. But right now, I just want to fight again. ASAP. I spoke to Dana last week on the phone. He called me up very nicely just to see how I'm doing. I told him, I said, listen, I want to get back in there. Uh, so hopefully soon there'll be some news. So what about um the loser? What about the loser of Chris Weidman versus uh versus Vitor? Oh, of course. Listen, I said that fight in a heartbeat. You know, I've never turned down a single fight in my life. Uh, maybe at times I should. You know, but when they said go and fight Vitor, I put needles in my backside. Vitor uh, Belfort in Brazil. I should have said, hold on a minute. You know, he's on all kinds of stuff fighting in Brazil, you know, maybe I should have questioned that, but that's always been maybe to my detriment, you know. I'm a fighter at heart, you know, so I think I can beat anyone. But, some, but sometimes... So, you know, that's some, what I do. Oh, I, I always accept the fights. But sometimes, like, like for example, I've, I've been following you on Twitter for a long time, and, like, when Vitor was fighting Dan Henderson, you said two juice monkeys fighting each other. That's what you tweeted <laughs> out. Very nice of you to remind everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, well, you know, the, 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 the facts stand for themselves. They are two juice monkeys. Dan Henderson was the, the, he was the inception of testosterone replacement therapy, I, I believe. All of a sudden, he's not on it anymore. Well, I think you need testosterone. I'm, I'm the same with Vitor, you know. But these guys were manipulating a the system. They had shady doctors that said, you need to take testosterone, okay? Uh, otherwise, you can't fight. Now, of course, they've outlawed it. They're both fighting still without TRT. So they were ni- manipulating the system. Either you need it or you don't need it. Clearly, they didn't need it because they're still fighting at a competitive level. Vitor's fighting for the world title, for crying out loud. Uh, Henderson just knocked out Shogun. You know what I mean? So either they need it or they don't need it. So I stand by my statement. Two Jewish monkeys fighting each other. And if you've got a problem, come and see me. <laughs> no, some of the other guys uh, that you've been fighting with on Twitter, uh, Ben Askren. Oh, come on. You're digging a fall dirt here. Come on, then. <laughs> what about Ben Askren? Let's talk about Ben. I, I don't even know Ben Askren. He's just some little, you know, some little jump star that was trying to get some attention, I guess. So he started giving me a heart. Oh, no, he was training Alan Belcher. That's right. That's how that all came about. But, yeah. I've never met the guy. He could be a nice guy. Who knows? <laughs> he could be a nice guy. <laughs> what, what, what about him? Yeah, he could be a nice guy. You know, he's, he's probably just mad at his parents for giving him the genes to have the most absurd haircut you've ever seen in your life. Oh, my God. You know, God. he's just misunderstood. <laughs> now, 
Now, uh, what about Hector Lombard? Do you have an issue with him? Oh, he's on the phone right now, I believe. Uh, That's uh, what I've heard. Oh, yeah, we're actually... Yeah, we're, we're actually... Well, Hector Lombard, I, again, Hector seems all right. We had this whole thing going on, and um, we saw him in Australia, and we shook hands. You know, we, we had a little laugh. He tried to squeeze my hand, the old schoolboy tactic. I thought it was know. the other way around. You squeezed his hand. No, I didn't squeeze his hand. What would I squeeze his hand for? You know, I... I this is, I don't measure the size of my dick by squeezing somebody's hand, you know. <laughs> hey. that, 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 you know ooh, I've got a real good firm handshake. My handshake's bigger, harder than yours, you know. <laughs> hey, I, I'm too long in the tooth for playing games like that. Hey, Bisbig, is it okay if we call Hector right now? Do whatever you want, my friend. <laughs> you are the best. <laughs> I love Bisbig. <laughs> I swear to God, man, I'm I'm a fan of yours for Dude, life. Just so I, you know. And Mike, this is T Rex. Um, hey, what's up? What's up, brother? Yo, the funny. I have a funny story about Mike. <laughs> All right, so we're calling okay. Hector right now. This is this is Dude, this is like magic shit stirring. <laughs> <laughs> I have no problem with Hector. Hello. H- hey, Hector. Oh, there he is. Hey, how's it going? I'm here, I'm here, I'm here with T Rex, Marina, and Michael Bisbing. Shut up! Hey. What's up, Hector? What's I'm up, squeezing Mike? your hand via the telephone. Hello? We, okay, so, Hector, we, we were talking about the time that you said that you met Bisbing in Australia and he was squeezing your hand. Yes, I did, and he knows it. <laughs> so, so. I'll do an interview now, come back. So, so Michael. Yes. So who was who was squeezing whose hand? Well, listen, you know, I think I, I'm not sure. Hey, listen, Hector, you were squeezing my hand a little, but it's no fun, guys. We squashed the beat. I got no problem with Hector, but we can squeeze hands anytime he wants to. Who initiated? Yeah, but, you know, the... you was in pain, do you? <laughs> What's that, buddy? Did you did yeah, you didn't like you didn't like when I did it last time that I did it. You didn't like it. Eh? <laughs> you beat what? Well, you beat me in a hand squeezing contest. <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. Well, that's that's what matters. So, guys, this is awkward. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, every every single time that I'm around this guy, Mike, I'm telling you, I get you feel like it, you know everything gets awkward. To be honest. Yeah, all right, mate. Well, well, I'll work on that. Yeah, everything gets like awkwardness. You know, I've been done, I've been doing the show with these guys for quite a while, bit, and you know, we always have a good time. But you know, now you're getting on board with the show, and you know, it's, it's awkward. No, it's all okay. like, all right, well, no, well, no, no, no. Listen, well, listen, well, listen, well, listen. Well, Bisbee, well, well, uh, Hector, get Hector. off the phone then, and let me get on with my interview. It's so awkward. I mean, I, who invited to the interview? No, no, no. What happened was we just wanted to talk about the handshake. We just wanted to. We look, this is, this is what, we, what happened was Bisbing said uh, he's going to be on the podcast, and then Hector said he he wanted to call in with Bisbing, so we thought it would be, be a lot of fun to all be on the podcast. There's, I mean, I mean, no, basically, no, no, basically, no, Hector, no, we're trying, basically, Hector, we're trying to have a bit of fun at our expense. Don't get don't get your knickers in a twist. It's all good. Yeah, yeah, it's all good. We're 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 big fans of both Bisbing and Hector Lombard on the MMA Roasted podcast. Huge fans of everybody. Excellent. Well, we well I'm a big fan of the MMA Roasted podcast as well. <laughs> it's, like, it's, like, it's like my number one go-to team. <laughs> and honestly, I mean, like this guy is so awkward, and you know, I'm, oh, to be honest, who, who I'm talking to? Because you know, if I'm talking Bisbing, 
came I came come across to be like a dickhead. But who who I'm talking to? Who, no, you're talking who, you're talking to I'm Adam T Rex and uh, Marina. Bisbing's calling in right now, so we 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 have everybody on on a uh, a uh, two way. We we no no we're no, we, we thought it'd be funny because every every all the, all the fans were like get Hector and Bisbing on at the same time. It'll be comedy gold. And uh, now it's they're just trying to have a laugh at heart. Said Hector, it's all good, buddy. I think they're just having fun. Yeah. I didn't think we thought where it was going to go into this direction is what Adam yeah, was trying to no, say. It was, it was a little weird. <laughs> we wanted but, to, uh, for it to be I mean, this I'll big. I feel like I want to vomit, to be honest. I feel like I want to vomit. No, don't vomit. Please don't vomit, Hector. H- Hector. Damn. All right. Anyway. All right. All right, Hector. Anyway, we'll- Adam, we're, how are you? Mike, how are you? How are things going, man? Oh, we're doing good. We're doing really yeah, good. Yeah, no, I'm good, man. I'm so good. How are you? We're do- Everything's good, man. We're just uh, the show's going good. Bisbing's. Uh, we're talking about Bisbing wants he, to fight he, coming he's up. Jake, get you, Adam Hunter. Hello. He's gonna get you. I know he's gonna get me. Jake Ellenberger's fighting. I'm, I'm, talking, I'm talking to Adam. I'm talking to all right, Jake is hanging. Okay, all right. Here's the deal. All right, all right. UFC 181. Let's get. To? You, 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 you're, you're talking to Adam right now, Hector. UFC 181. Let's 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 let's, let's talk about the fights. Cause let's talk about the fights. Um, um, talk about the fights. I just get. I just getting it so stomach right now. To be honest, there. Oh my god. Okay. He's being in the show. All right. You so, know, I don't know. He does it, you know, but, you know, he's just like, he's like a nightmare. Anyway. All right. So, Hector, we're going to call you back in, in uh, 10 minutes. All right. Bye. All right. All right. Bisbing. That took the Yo, awkward right. turn. That, 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 that really worked out, didn't it? <laughs> all right, we're, gonna, we're, just, we're just gonna scratch that from the podcast. <laughs> we're gonna delete that whole yeah, thing. Jesus, Jesus. Christ. Yeah. Dude, he <laughs> said. Hey, can you shake Adam's hand when you see him? No, what happened? Tell me how what it goes. Was, did, didn't Hector, <laughs> Hector hit us up saying you wanted to be on, right? Yeah, we, well, we thought you were coming in studio last week. Hector hit us up and was like, hey, can I come on the show while Michael's there? And we were oh, like, oh, I see. And we were, like, I see. we were like, sure. I, hey. You're gonna explain yourself to me. I'm a big boss. It's all good. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Have you what gotten a your guess. Come on, crack on. Next question. All right, next question. Have you gotten your? You guys are professionals at running these podcast things. Come on. <laughs> Have you got your killer game up yet? I got my what? Oh, my killer game. Oh shit! I can't play pool to save my life. <laughs> do, you, do you remember losing all your money to me and Craig Robinson? I do. I do. And uh, <laughs> yeah, you shit me up. <laughs> So, Bisman, where, where did you meet your wife, by the way? Say again? Where did you meet your wife? Where did I meet my wife? You know, um, I'd love to say it was a, there's a really romantic story, but unfortunately there isn't. I was hanging around outside a nightclub, and uh, she walked along at the right time. Oh, <laughs> oh she walked romance. around at the, at the right <laughs> time. <laughs> did you did you catcall her? I, I, she 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 used to work in the offices where where I uh, where I worked for a short period of time. So I saw her around a little bit, and then I just approached her on the night out, and you know we kind of went from there. Nice. Hey, nice. Michael, I have a question for you. Um, yes, what do you, please. What do you think <laughs> of the new Reebok signing with UFC? Um, you know, I mean, I I don't have any details about it yet. So I couldn't, you know, really give an informed answer. Uh, You weren't one of the 50. Dana said he'd spoke to about 50 fighters who thought it was a great idea. You weren't one of those 50. Say again one more time. Uh, Dana said that he spoke to almost 50 fighters about the the Reebok signing. You weren't one of those 50. Yeah, no, he called me on Saturday. We had a discussion, uh, but he didn't go into any details about it. He Mm -hmm. said, listen, we're announcing the deal. Um, 
etc etc you know uh but didn't you know we didn't go into numbers or anything like that but i've known about this for a while so it wasn't news to me i, I knew i knew it was on its way um as i said i don't know um the financial side of things so you know i don't know whether i'm gonna end up with more money or less money because that's what matters at the end of the day fires right you know it's, it's another income stream but i will tell you this it, it, it certainly you know, I don't like having to deal. I mean, I've been very fortunate throughout my career. I've dealt with a lot of people that pay on time and have supported my career greatly. But also, another side of it is, you know, sometimes getting paid off sponsors can be hard work. Yeah. You know, and, and that's been a consistent pain in the ass throughout my entire career. You know, and with a company like Reebok, certainly with the UFC involved, I'm assuming that that's going to eradicate that problem. Yeah. Of course, how are we going to be compensated? You know, th- th- that, that remains to be seen. And as I say, I don't have any financial details but i'm assuming you know the usc have always done the right thing and uh, they certainly have for me so um you know I- i'm assuming that trend will continue now, now uh i gotta ask you bisbing i mean you're obviously what you're probably you made a lot of money when fighting you have movies right you've had like what a bunch of movies you have out in england you're kind of you're a big star you got a wife and kids like what keeps you going as opposed to being like you know what i, I made a ton of money i could just now just do something else well, well, you, you made me sound very good there. Thank you. Um, you know, listen, I'm I'm just an average guy from a very normal background. So the fact that I, I still have opportunities like this, you know, that's what keeps me hungry. You know, talking about some of the uh, the other jobs that I'd had, you know, when I was younger, that that's what keeps me hungry. I never want to go back to some of the the, the, the conditions I used to work in. You know, working for very little money for doing very hard work. You know, I like my life now. So that keeps me hungry, it keeps me working hard, and it keeps me honest. Yeah. I mean, but is there a fear of, like, taking one too many shots? No. Listen, I think that ship has long sailed, my friend. (laughs) 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 I've taken way too many shots. And that's a joke, by the way. (laughs) Well, you have taken a lot of shots, though. I I, I, I love what I do, and, um, you know, yeah, of course, there, there, there is a risk. A risk to it, but you know it's um, it, you know it's the same with any contract sport, you know. And I, I, I signed up to those risks a long time ago. When I was eight years old, when I first walked in there, I never thought twice. I, I don't think like that. I don't think it's a negative. I'm a very positive person. So for me, the grass is always half full. And you know, listen, if you think about those things, then you're in the wrong game, and, and maybe you shouldn't be fighting. Right, right, right. Well, listen, you, you can watch Bisbing sitting in for Daniel Cormier on UFC tonight. Uh, listen, you got, thank you for coming on the show. Sorry that the Hector thing no, didn't, my pleasure. <laughs> didn't work out as much as we'd like. <laughs> <laughs> but we'd love to have you when, you, when you're in town, to have you actually sit here and, and be uh, a, a co-host for the day. And uh, you're, you're, you're a, 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 I, I look up to you a lot, man. So uh, keep up the good work. Oh, you're very kind, Adam. Thank you very much. Very kind. And uh, all you people listening, yeah. Um, thank you very much. Talk to you later. Take care, Bye-bye. brother. Later, brother. Bye. All right, guys. All right, take care. Bye-bye. Later. All right. Let's call Hector right now. <laughs> that was the worst fucking That call. was the worst <laughs> fucking idea you have ever had in your life. That was fucking brilliant, you dumbass. It, was so, <laughs> it wasn't even my idea. It was, I like, nah. the awkward silences in between. Should I'm keep just that? like. Well, taking... absolutely you're keeping that. Oh, yeah. So no, you no. have just heard that awkwardness. Let's call Hector I don't, right I don't think that Hector believed that Bisbee was really on the phone. That's why he's right, like, who am I talking right, to right let's now? Let's call Hector right yeah. now. Let's call Hector yeah, right now. Really so he doesn't fucking run over here and beat us all up. <laughs>
It was Adam's idea. No, he's gonna beat you up. <laughs> Everybody else is gonna be like. T Rex beating up too. He thought it was a good idea as well. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hey, listen. I, we, that was we, the weirdest we, shit. We thought that was going to be a good idea. You guys, would, we would conference both you guys in. It would be funny. We, we, I don't know. It wasn't as funny as we thought it was going to be. It wasn't funny at all. Yeah. <laughs> it was kind of scary, actually. Freaking awkward, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> I, I, he, said, he was actually I, saying that he likes you before you got on the show. He was saying that you guys squashed your beef and you guys were sort of friendly. Ain't friendly at all. <laughs> you didn't feel you didn't feel that he was friendly. I mean, uh, you know, I know, you know, I know, big thing. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, I want to fight him anyway. So, I mean, put the date, I'm there. Yeah, that would be a good fight. I would love to see that fight. Yeah, it'd be scary. Yeah, that'd be that'd be a good fight. So, uh, how are you, man? How's how's are you? By the way, we're gonna see you in January. I'm I'm uh, coming to your fight in January. Oh, he's coming to our show. He's, he's coming to our show, hey, and I'm coming to your fight. Oh, hold on a second, Mike. Let, let's 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 go back. Let's walk a little bit. <laughs> man, do you see how awkward that thing was? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm like. I'm like uh, I mean, it, it feels it feels the same way. You know when. When me and Michael Bistin were in the bus, we were on the bus, and I'm like, what the hell am I doing with this guy in the bus, man? You know, in the same place. I mean, like, it's one of the things that, that you, you know, you, you, you never understand, you know? It's yeah. It's kind of like awkward. It's kind of like, it doesn't fit together. I don't know. That's my opinion. Yeah, no, it seems like you guys have some bad blood, um, but... Uh... I mean, you got a fight coming up in uh, in uh, a couple weeks, <laughs> right? Josh Berkman, are you are you excited for that? Hello. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. I have I have I have a fight coming up, and uh, <laughs> um, I'm not gonna take this guy late, you know, lightly or anything like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and, and after that, I want to, I want to keep, you know, fighting. I want to get a fight quick, quick as possible. But um, hey, I mean, like, I still, I still can't understand, you know, what what happened there, Mike. I, you know, it's so awkward, Mike. And I mean, I, I mean, like, what, 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 what was he, he, he was saying? I mean, no. Well, here's what happened. Okay, so. So, you know, Michael Bisping was going to be, was supposed to come into the studio. And then you were like, hey, let me come on. So I was like, hell yeah, we love having you on. I mean, if you were in town, we'd have you on every single week. The fans love you. We love you. Yeah, I personally think that you should be the UFC champion right now. Uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't understand why you're not fighting for the belt. But that's a whole se- separate thing. But Bisping couldn't come in, so we had him on, like, on a phone call. So I was asking him about him, some of his, like, some of the beefs he, he's had. And then I was like, so I was like, okay, is it a cool if we have Hector on the phone? Figuring you guys would talk smack, it would, it would, be, it would be like kind of funny, but it just became really awkward. Uh, <laughs> but it, oh. but you know what? It was. I think that people are going to be entertained by by that. <laughs> At your I don't. I didn't right. think. I didn't. Hey think... Hector, can you put Adam in in like a oh god like a chokehold when you see him? Really? This is. What, I'm just kidding. This, come on, give me a break. So hey, Hector, you're coming. You're coming to our show, right? In Vegas. Yeah, I'm gonna come to the show. I'm always gonna be, I'm always gonna be part of you guys. I mean, I, I mean, like, I, I have fun with you guys. I didn't have fun, with, you know, uh, 
two minutes ago. I can turn it off. It's straight up. <laughs> okay. Beat Adam up. up but, why are you going to get me beat up, Brian? I mean, Listen, listen. I see Squeeze's head. He knows it. I squeeze. I don't talk lie. I don't. I, have you ever seen me talk talk a bit lie or whatever? No, no, I definitely not. I squeeze his head. You know, he's got small hands. What do you want me to do? I mean, did he? Did, did his legs buckle? And he went down to one knee. <laughs> I. He was in pain. His face was in pain. But uh, <laughs> uh, I, you know, that's a long time ago. You know, and. and I, so many things happen to me daily basis that I, I don't even want to go back there, and, you know, you know, to the old memories, whatever. But um, yeah, I mean, it was just like, oh, I was like, dang, I was in pain, bro. You guys put me, you guys put me for hell today, bro. Sorry, man. We we apologize for putting you in any kind of hell. Just trying to keep you on your toes, man. Yeah, that's yeah, right. <laughs> trying to keep Hector on his toes. <laughs> Well, guess what, Hector? Good, good news, because we have Ben Askren here in studio. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> how are you? How are you? And then we have Tyron Woodley here as well. We have Ben Askren and Tyron Woodley. They're all in studio, as, as well as Matt Brown and uh, and Kevin Gastelum. Damn. Yeah, you guys, you guys. Really, really don't want me to see me anymore. <laughs> no, 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 we do. We do, we do. Look, look, look I mean, being asking, listen, I don't even want to talk to that guy no more. <laughs> you know, I mean, he wants he wants his free pass, whatever. I told him, listen, no point for us to talk anymore, okay? You know, get into the UFC, I'm going to smack you, okay? <laughs> Besides that, there's not even a point to talk anymore about me and you fighting. I can go over to your gym for them and, 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 you know, do it. But we're not going to get paid. So there's no point to talk anymore. Right. I mean, you know, I can do it with all the people that are in, in the UFC right now. So, um, yeah. What, what about Matt you Brown? Know, I, yeah, I called I call this guy up so many times and he never answered. So you think Matt Brown conned it? Woodley, Gastelum, you think out of all those guys, who do you think you're going to have to fight next? Kelvin. Whoever. Whoever. I mean, I mean, hopefully, um, um, I don't know. I mean, I do want to fight quick as possible. And, um, you know, this time, I mean, it's not going to be, it's not going to be like before, like, you know, you can make excuses or whatever. Like, I'm going to be on there. I'm going to be waiting. Now, would you would you, would you you fight Matt Brown and Tarek Safradian at, at the same time? <laughs> hey. <laughs> he says, Stephanie says that he wants to fight me because I said the truth. And, and, and I did say the truth because I said the truth. I went to the gym and, uh, and, Instead to be all nice and stuff with me, he just want to knock me out when I have like you know uh, fourteen speeches in my face. What the hell is that, man? You know, I couldn't barely, I could barely see with you know with a headgear in my face. Right. And if this guy just throwing bombs, yes, I think knock him out. And if we fight, you know, I gotta knock him out again. Get paid for it. Hmm. So. 
Now, I mean, we in the fight. Personally, I think that Khabib, I think Khabib should get the winner of the Pettis fight, uh, and I think that you should get the winner of the uh, Hendricks fight, Hendricks versus Robbie. I'm, I don't, I don't know if the UFC will do that, you know, but I think that they should. Uh, they, they have already booked. Um, um, uh, Roy McDonald. Yeah, Rory's Rory's on the list. Uh, Rory's on the list. But uh, you know, I, I'm looking. I'm looking on. Uh, I'm really looking forward uh, to be fighting in the uh, in the Australian card hmm. in November. You know, uh, one of my favorite states is uh, Victoria. Right. I love that place, and uh, I lived there for four years. And uh, looking, I'm really looking forward to uh, to find a card, to be honest. And uh, that's what that's what my all my focus is on. It. You know, like January third, winning my fight, and then keep climbing the ladder. So look, yeah. And uh, hopefully, hopefully, I can find uh in the in the Australian card. And since God, that this thing is not gonna be there. It's, uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna have to lose, you know, uh, to have it in in, in, the, in the Australian cut. I mean, I can give it a chance to find me, you know. Like, um, now, if, I don't think it's gonna be. If you fought Bisping, if you fought Bisping, you think you knock him out in one round? I glass Joe. <laughs> He's got a glass Joe. Right, right. So, so. So, <laughs> but look, I don't wanna, I don't wanna talk about him because at the end of the day, he's not my weight class anyway. I, I'm focusing on, on the guys at one seventy. I'm focusing on the guys at one seventy. The guys are amazing for me. I mean, right? You know, if we, you know, if UFC wants us to fight, I, I will be more than happy to it. But uh, at the end of the day, I'm focused on the one seventy division. So let's that's, let's talk about the fights this week. So Lawler versus uh. Lawler versus Hendricks. I know you train with Lawler, so you, you're 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 picking Robbie. Yeah, of course, man. I mean, like, uh, like I say, you know, Robbie's always been been alright with me, and um, <clears throat> it's my it's my you know it's my teammate. So I actually gotta put like a you know two thousand dollars on it. How much? Two thousand. Two thousand. Nice. All right. What about Pettis? Got my money safe. You see my money safe there? What? <laughs> Your money safe? Yeah, absolutely, man. I, I, I with Robbie, I don't know. I, Where's your money at? I don't know. Where's your money at? I, <laughs> Where's your money at? I think Hendricks is gonna win. I'm sorry. I, I, I know he's okay, your team. Hey, listen, know how feelings, brother. You know, <laughs> we live in America. You know, you, you know, we, you, we disagree and we stay friends. Right. You know, I mean, uh, that's the beauty of uh, of this country. Right. You know, know how feelings. You know, you. You believe that you know the the sky is green. I can't try to kill you for that. <laughs> right. so I believe that. Yeah, I believe that you know the the water is is purple. You know, whatever. At the end of the day, we're living in America, and uh, I respect your opinion. Oh, thank you, and I respect oh, yours, M- Marina. Who are you picking? <laughs> <laughs> Marina, who are you picking? The one you picked. You picking Hendrix too? Yeah. She's a fellow judoka. I don't know. She's yeah, no problem. Hey, hey, I love Marina too, and I love you too. At the end of the day, you know, it's gonna be a, a friendly baiting. Uh, I'm gonna put my money on my teammate, and uh, hopefully, uh, he brings the bell home. 
The only thing Lawler... I I got your back, Hector. I think Lawler's going to take this one. No, no, no. The only... I'm a big Robbie Lawler fan. Huge Robbie Lawler fan. He exposed a lot of weaknesses in Johnny Hendricks the last time they fought. And the only thing he needs to really work on, personally, I think, watching that fight is continuously moving moving forward and cutting um, Hendricks off because he didn't do that very well. Every time that he angled out, Hendricks got, went in for a takedown. So I just think he needs okay. to tighten I mean, up. I mean, well, I actually got to put my money on, uh, on, my, on my boy up here and um, let's see what happens. At the end of the day, uh, but, it, you know, uh, we all friends anyway. But Johnny's bicep was torn last time. I'm sorry? Uh, Johnny's bicep was torn last time. What happened to his bicep? He said last time his, he hurt his bicep in the first round, so he couldn't, uh, he couldn't fully get off, and he, and he couldn't block punches. You can't say it like that. <laughs> couldn't fully get off. That's what he said. He couldn't get off because his bicep was torn? That's not what, yeah, he was jerking off on him, Marina. Get your head out of the gutter. Why is there an echo? Because he's on a speakerphone. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. So hey, next, up, all right. Next fight. What about Pettis versus uh, uh, Gilbert? I gotta go with Pettis in in that one. What mm, do you think? Too. I think we're unanimous on that one. Yeah. I I mean I kind yeah. I'm pulling for Gilbert. Yeah. I'm pulling for Gilbert. Like I've trained with Gilbert. I he's a he's an animal in the gym. Um, he doesn't have an off stri- off switch when he's training. Um. I don't know. It's going to be a really tough fight. It's going to bring... I yeah, hope... I agree with you on that one. I mean, I believe that uh, it's going to be a very close fight. It's going to be... I, I think I it, it's... Think. Yeah, it's Gilbert's a warrior. Distance. I have... I, I don't... I think it is going to go past the first round. And I think it. Uh, Gilbert's going to pull out a really raunchy fighter in Pettis. Pettis said he's going to finish him in the first. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's why I don't I don't agree that's with that. Hap- that's not happening. I think it's going to go past the first, and you're going to see yeah, you're going to see yeah, some some shit. It's going the distance. Yeah. Definitely yeah. going the distance. Yeah, I think I think it's going to go to the distance. It's going to be a great fight anyway. What a great what a what a great card, eh? Yes. What about Travis Brown, Brandon Schaub? Travis Brown. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go. I gotta go, Brandon Schaub. Why? I don't know. I think like uh, Travis Brown got a bit and he started hard to push around, but then after that, he kind of like just he wake up a bit. I don't know. I think that you know, Brendan Brendan is gonna he's gonna pull up the wing in that one. Who's Travis training with right now? With her, her trainer, with uh, uh, Edmund. Oh, mm-hmm. okay, Shaw. I'm, go- I'm going with Shaw. <laughs> how's that? <laughs> How, how's uh now Marina? How's how's Travis looking in the uh, gym? Amazing. His striking is so crisp. He's learning how to square off in the cage and like be smart about it. And um, I'm really excited for this fight because yeah, he's a big motherfucker. Yeah. Not only is he such a powerful puncher, he's learning how to place his shots. And his wife or his girlfriend is hot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm kind of leading for Shaub too though. Uh, yeah. She's hot. She's what? She's a very hot girl. Travis Brown's girl is ridiculously pretty. So I don't know. I never made her. Now, meanwhile, how are the girls? How are the girls, uh, <laughs> are the girls in, in uh, Hector's life? Uh, low key, brother. Low key. <laughs> low key. Low key. Low key. Low key. Into my, 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 my girls and stuff, bro. I mean, like, I'm low key, bro. 
<laughs> no, well, from, like, Hector, you said that nobody in the UFC could do better at scoring chicks than you. I look, look my body, brother. <laughs> what? Look my body. Look, you think the chicks don't like that? Come on. His body. Look, look, his, look at his body. <laughs> <laughs> so you just walk around with, with your body. Shirt, with his shirt off. And then girls. Uh, is... Hector, do you need uh, any okay. online dating I'm, services? Or are you just. Do you are you like on any like social media dating apps like Tinder or Plenty of Fish? No, no. You don't need it. it. Never been into it. Mm-hmm. So how do you get so many girls? You you just walk to the beach and with your, and then walk around on the beach. And I make... don't have that many girls, brother. I have a girlfriend right now, so I'm kind of like low key now. Ah. I'm like low key. Nice. Yeah, I'm, you know. C- congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. I have you know. <laughs> he, he's been with what her from the first guys? time we talked yeah. to him. On the hunt. I'm waiting for Marina to get single. Marina's been uh, <laughs> she's dating some guy who works on a tugboat. And uh, so at, you want me, you want me to give you a tip to pick up a chick or what? Sure, please, please, please. Hector, tip number one. You, you uh, what what sort of tip you want me to? You know, are you at the club? Are you on the computer? Are you at home? <laughs> you uh, know, where you want me to give you the the, the, the tip? Up? You uh, the okay, I'm at a bar. I'm at a bar. You at a bar? Yeah. Okay. Uh, just picture me picture me the the scenario of you you at the bar by yourself or with people. Oh, you're drunk. You you picture me this scenario here. Okay, all right. I'm I'm at a bar. I'm like I have a a, a a friend or two with me. We're hanging out. There's a couple girls around. Okay, right. First thing you do, okay? Yeah. The first thing you do is to not get thirsty for it. Don't don't do get not. thirsty for it. Okay. Do not get thirsty for it. Because, you know, there's a lot of guys, they, as soon as they see a chick, they go crazy for it. That's a turn off right there. Right, okay. And they don't like that. Make sure you have they water in your hand. You put, I'm all right or wrong? Yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. Pressure. Yep. You have to let the things go smooth. Okay? okay. That's lesson number one. Number one is keep the things flowing. Especially if you are at the bar, you have a lot of time in your hand. Right. So you cannot kind of like get desperate because, you know, the chicks, they want to enjoy themselves. You know, the drinks have to, you know, get into the brains a little bit. Yeah, keep ordering you know, drinks. Like right. letting, yeah, letting, 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 letting have, you know, like three or four glasses of wine and stuff like that. And then you start to kind of like look a little bit. Do not go and go crazy and attack first. Okay. Oh. You look this scenario. Hold on. He, you're you're assuming that the women that Adam talks to drink wine. I'm listening. Listen, this is good, it's good advice. I love wine. I love wine. I love wine, especially in these days, because they say the wine is more healthy. Uh, the wine uh, keeps things a little bit, you know, uh, uh, the weight and all that. Okay. So you don't want, you don't want, you know, giving a beer, because the beer, they don't like beer. Yeah, yeah, beer's not good. So wine. They don't like beer. Gotcha. They don't eat to the beer. Okay. Beer is for the gross. All right. Yeah. Yeah. He is for the blocks, Mike. Okay. You know, okay. Yeah. So get into the wine side, and if you have a little bit of money on you, what do you do? Uh, you buy a glass of wine for her. Okay. Hey, this is on me. And they're going to be like, oh, that's a little bit after you kind of like, you know, you guys look each other up, 
shaking yourself out, whatever. Okay. You buy you buy a glass of wine. Hey, this is on me. If she comes to you, she wants that. She wants a dick. If she kind of like, you know, you bought, you, you bought the, the glass of wine and she never replies to you, forget about it. Yeah, fuck that. If I buy her wine, she doesn't come back. She's yeah. done with. She's so yeah, she's you're going to Ray Rice that bitch. Sorry. Leave it, leave it like that. Okay. All right, it's good advice. Thank she you, Hector. I'm, I'm going to try this. She comes, she, comes to you. Yeah, she comes to you. She's yours. All right. If you don't, you go for the next one. <laughs> All right. I like this advice. I'm going to try this tonight. I'm going to be at the bar ordering wine for but people. Wine. Lesson number one. Do not go desperate. Do not go desperate. Don't look desperate. Okay. No. Don't even look that much. Look a little This advice. This is good. We have to. We have to have a segment called "Dating Tips with Hector Lombard." I'm telling you, I think this will be good. Well, you know, chicks don't like pressure. No pressure. No. Neither does Bisbing. Like, you know, <laughs> they like to Okay. I'm right, wrong. You're right. You're right. You're right. Absolutely right. 100 percent right. All right. Well, Hector, listen, we got to get to Kay- Kaylin Curran. Listen, man, it's always been a pleasure talking to you. I'm happy we smoothed things over and that you're not, you don't want to vomit anymore. So. Oh, yeah, I'll feel, good. I'll feel better now, especially <laughs> after we talk about, you know, the chick thing and stuff like that. Anyway, <laughs> you, guys, you guys made my day. Oh, I love making your day, man. So we'll talk to you soon, brother. Thank you for everything, man. Later, man. Bye, Hector. Later, man. Take Bye. care. Our next guest is uh, the beautiful, awesome Kaylin Curran, who had her first UFC fight uh, last week. This, this girl kicks some butt. Might have been the, the hottest fight of the history of fighting, by the way. Uh, Kaylin versus Paige Van Zant. Jesus Christ. Two most beautiful girls who, who can also fight, or two fighters who are also beautiful, however, however you want to put it. Uh, how are you feeling? How's everything going? Um, I'm just at home right now in Hawaii. Um I don't know. I, I feel like I left that behind me for now just because I came home for a little break. Um, I felt like I was getting ready for like about eight months just for that flight. And um, for it to go that way, I mean, it was it was, it was was unfortunate in a way, but it was also a good experience for me. Um, I never lost before in my professional um, career. So it was, it was, um, I felt good. Just chilling right now at home, enjoying family and friends, and uh, just not really thinking about it too much right now. Well, uh, Marina uh, recently went through the same thing. Any advice for good old Kaylin Curran? Give me the middle finger. Yeah, Thanks. I, I appreciate I that. Um, no, I do. I do. If you want it, I'm here for it. I'm not about to like push anything on you. Um, I saw the fight, and uh, honestly, just dust yourself off, and when you're ready to get back at it, Take your time and you'll get your rematch. Like there's, yeah. there was nowhere, there's nowhere in that fight where you, you know, normally would not be able to handle. 
And um, yeah. I think personally, I think it was just a really over the the situation was like really high with in, in intensity and mm-hmm. nerves are crazy high. And yeah. for somebody, <laughs> I you think know, I was nervous yeah. yeah like where were you fighting before the ufc like what was your i was in i was i would fly out to guam and i would fight there every time exactly guam. this is a completely different change of environment there's different ways mm-hmm. of like how everybody goes through business and um right. you have to also at being a fighter you have to look at your opponent and see where they are mentally in their training camp like this is where i obsess mm-hmm. a little bit so much but Paige was, you know, coming off of a loss with Tisha and she was hungry and she was coming off of a loss and she wanted, Mm -hmm. she is driven to get that rematch. If you embrace somewhat of that mentality in your own way, you will get that rematch Mm -hmm. with her. I believe it 100%. I've seen you train. I've trained side by side by you. And I think that this is not out of your reach at all. Mm -hmm. I I thought you won the first two rounds, actually. I watched it last night. Again, I was kind of pissed um, in the third round that he pulled me. He pulled it off. I mean, I understand my arm was was trapped, but I feel like I was still trying to get up, you know. But I mean, it happened, and I I rewatched the fight. But I was kind of I was kind of upset that he kind of he I felt like he called it a bit early. But I mean, I guess we're girls, and um, the referee takes it a bit different. But I was I feel like I was still trying to work my way up, you know. I don't feel like I was. I was like done, but it is what it is. I can't really. Yeah, no, I, I, I thought I, I definitely I thought you won the first two rounds. I mean, it was a hard situation because she was letting un, unanswered shots, and I think a lot of times when people are you know you know the way you, the way yeah. your arm was when you're, when you're not blocking the punches, people are gonna stop the fight. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, I thought you looked great. Your your your, your takedowns look great. Uh, the only thing she was really doing was in the first two rounds was grinding you up against a cage you know yeah she's a grinder mm-hmm. like she's a grind fighter but you were getting the take yeah. but you were getting I most of the take uh but, but on, a, on a different note what is that tattooed on your on your chest um it says the will of god will never take you where the grace of god will not protect you hmm how long did it take for that guy to write that how long did it take for me to get this yeah it was like a two-hour session wow it's a lot of writing yeah I have a random question for you. What's that? Send me a link to where you get Hawaiian shoes. Hawaiian shoes? <laughs> yeah, the flip flops. They sell flip flops oh, everywhere. Uh, wait, what? Like flippers? I don't know what. Like, uh, what no, the like. Hawaiian shoes. Where, what are you going to ask her? Go for it. No, go ahead. Hawaiian shoes. Let's talk about no, no, yeah, yeah, send her. Yeah, send her. She doesn't want to talk about the fight. Let's talk All right, about send the her a link about the Hawaiian shoes. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> okay. Well, I don't know which ones, but okay, I'll look. <laughs> now, Kaylin, uh, I was looking at your Twitter, and you talked about some guy that's in your corner. Is that your boyfriend? Um, a guy that was in my corner. There was some guy that you're like, oh, the love of my life, and it was some look like some Hawaiian guy with like <laughs> a, a lot of a lot of gel in his hair. Um, uh, when I yeah, it's probably my boyfriend. I only have one love of my life, so um, yeah, it's probably my boyfriend. How do we get rid of him? <laughs> <laughs> no, get rid of him. Why? Yeah, I, I just doesn't seem like you guys really like each other on a, based on that picture. <laughs> what? Are you? Sure? I don't know. I think I don't know. I don't, don't listen don't listen to him he's thirsty I'm just I'm thirsty yeah. he's thirsty I'm thir- no I'm, no, I'm kidding I'm just saying you're a very attractive girl and it's, it's nice that you have a guy now, now how long have you had this boyfriend for 
Um, for about two years. Almost. Mm. I mean, actually, three, three years. Uh, and what does he? What does he do? He's a professional surfer. Oh God, they always get all the hot chicks. I'm actually in the. I'm actually at his contest right now. Um, he surfed <laughs> earlier this morning. I he want his heat, so I'm still just out here in the North Shore of Hawaii and just hanging out. I love Hawaiians. Hawaiians are always my favorite people. Honestly, I, I like Jerome, Max Holloway, and Kendall Grove, and right, right. Uh, all those guys. Do you train over with with uh, those guys? Um, I used to train as Max and uh, Dustin Kimura. Um, all the boys that train together now, I pretty much know all of them. But um, when I moved, obviously. Um, what about BJ? Team, so. I've actually never met BJ Kenya, and I'm oh, kind of funny. I'm kind of mad. Because I lived here my whole life, and and he's from Hawaii, and he's like legend, and I never met him yet. So, but I've only heard good things about him. DJ, who was the guy that we had on our podcast, the surfer that Jake brought? Garcia, yeah, Sonny, Sonny Garcia. Garcia. Yeah, do you know Sonny Garcia? Oh, Sonny, Uncle Sonny. Yeah, Sonny Garcia. Yeah, he's good friends with um, my boyfriend. Say, Uncle and Sonny? I pretty much know. Wait, you, wait, you, call, wait, you call him Uncle Sonny? Uncle Sonny. Oh, it's just out of respect, I guess. He's like an elder. Why? Because he's eighty. <laughs> no, it's just a it's just a Hawaii thing. It's like respect. You know? I like I like that guy. He's 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 a really cool he's guy. Awesome. We, had, we had him on yeah, the podcast. Yeah, he's a super nice guy. Super super cool. So who are you calling out? Who do you, who do you want to fight next? I really don't know. Um, whoever they give me, I mean, it's I don't really get to, I don't really pick and choose who I fight. I just whoever's good for me next. I don't know. What do you guys think? Angela, what about Angela Magana? Oh God! Angela Magana. <laughs> <laughs> uh, why? Why do you? Why do you say her? Because she's talking so much shit on Twitter to everybody. She's calling everyone. She's losing it. Calling Wait, everyone. Is she fighting on the finale? She, I think yeah, she is. But she's calling everyone peasants and showing naked shots and her ass shots. And she said someone. Yeah, I've seen that. I think in the I've next. Yeah. yeah, in the next few weeks, we're just gonna have to see how the one fifteen plays out a little for her next. Yeah. yeah, that's what I was thinking too because um. All the girls are fighting on that next card, so it's, I'm just waiting on and seeing like who I match up with next. So, yeah, I, I think um, you're a I tough matchup for anybody. Excuse me. I think you're a great matchup for anybody, honestly. Yeah, I feel like I don't. Yeah, I'm not really, you know, pick and choosy. It's whoever they give me. I'm, I'm just, I am. I right now I'm just relaxing, but I know as soon as I get back to Cali, I'm gonna just be like, I'm really gonna think about my fight and stuff, and just I'm, I'm hungry already. It's just. I'm just taking my time here and enjoying now, home. Now, do you think you could beat your boyfriend up in a fight? Um, no. Really? I can't. I don't, I don't know. We don't fight. <laughs> Good. That's the, I know because I was wondering, like, I was me dating a girl that like could, could whip my butt. If that would be that'd be hard or like weird, you know. Whip your butt. You know, that'd be that'd be that'd be tough. You know. We we do we do jujitsu sometimes. Oh, nice. Like, real Not bad jujitsu. We do real jujitsu and like. Um, I think I don't know. I feel like I'm stronger than him, but sometimes I feel like he's just letting me go because because I'm the girl. So, mm. Mm. gotcha. All right. So now you you started wrestling in seventh grade. Yeah, I wrestled in seventh grade. My dad put me in. Um, I was like the only girl, and at first I didn't want to do it just because it was I never it was kind of awkward. But then a bunch of girls started joining, and then I liked it. So <laughs> so it was fun. Now, how's the Hawaiian wrestling scene? It's pretty good, you know. I came. I feel like it's come a long way. A lot of people go to. Um, a lot of the kids go on, get onto Team Hawaii. I went once. We went to Fargo, 
um, I, I forget what it's called, but we all went to Fargo, and then um, we have a pretty pretty solid team when we go. You but, know, you know, I'm uh, friends with used to wrestle. It was a boxer now. It was Brian Valoria. You know Brian? Brian what? Who? Brian Valoria, the Hawaiian Punch. Brian Valoria. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's a, a buddy of mine. He used he he used to wrestle too. There's a bunch of a couple boxers that used to wrestle that could actually if they actually like uh, did MMA, I think they'd be pretty good. Yeah. 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 So anything else you want to talk about? Come on, give me give me something. So okay, all right. So you're you're so juicy. You're 23 years old. You just had your first fight. You're kind of depressed. You're watching your boyfriend surf. <laughs> Uh, you started wrestling in the seventh grade. Uh, you went to the twelfth grade. Then you took kickboxing because you need to lose some weight. Then you got really good at. Then you got really good at it. And now you're in the UFC after five years. Correct? Yeah, I've come some ways, but I feel like I'm. I don't know. I'm just. I'm. I just feel thankful and blessed and. I don't know whatever happens from here on out. I don't really have much to talk about. I don't know. You Hawaiians are way too laid back. <laughs> all right, all right. So la- last week, yeah. Mar- all right. So last week, Marina said that she used to make out with girls, right? Oh my god. And, uh, Wait, what? For real? Is she? No. Wait, are you joking? No, really. No, tell the truth. No, I experimented for a very short period of time when I was borderline an alcoholic and bartending all the time. Okay, so she said a couple times she went down on a couple girls. No, I didn't. <laughs> Wait, first you said make out and now you're saying going down. Yeah, don't I'm trust confused. this guy. He's... All right, so how far did you get with these girls? I just made out with them. No, no, no feeling honking the, the, the horns? That's not for you to know. That, that, for, definitely to know. So, no. So there's definitely some feeling out de- going on. Definitely not for us to know, but it's definitely for us to watch. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. All right, so, okay, so uh, wait. So oh how... My. So no no no, Kaylin, uh, would you make out Marina? <laughs> oh. um, you do not need to I, answer I, this. I like my boyfriend. <laughs> Good answer. Great uh, answer. you got rejected. Now you know how we feel. All right, so. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's that's like, I, that's messed up. That's messed up. No, I'm I'm just. He's kidding. just angry because. He's single, and this is the holiday season, and he has nobody to cuddle up to. He was cuddled up to a big old honey baked ham the other night. Yeah, <laughs> he was. But he's just sad. He's uh, just yeah, sad. do you have any hot Hawaiian friends that put out? Me? Yeah. Um. Yeah, I have some friends. All right, so we should hang. We should take a, a trip to Hawaii. Max Holloway. Yeah, when you guys are ready, you guys come on. It's so fun here. Oh my god, I'm down. I'm I'm totally down. Road DJ, trip. what do you say? Come on, let's I am do totally it. down to go to Hawaii. <laughs> are you kidding? We have a blast. Me, you, Marina, the yeah, scissor. Yeah, there's lots of girls here. Yeah, that's that's good. Right now it's just beaches. There are just girls walking around in their bikinis and stuff. Still. Oh, I love beaches oh, and bikinis. Bingo, holla. Have you ever trained with um, uh, what's I forget her her first name, Palui. <laughs> Paluie. Who? Paluie. Oh, Paluie. Yeah. Raquel? Yeah. Raquel is actually one of my best friends. Yeah, I've trained with her. Okay. I like her. She's a cool She's like chick. Best friend. Tough chick. She is. What about what about Kaylana Gracie? Is... No. Oh, wait, who? There's a girl named Kaylani Gracie or something. Uh, Kaylani? Like, she's one of the Gracie cousins. Kaylani? Yeah. I don't know. If, I, I don't know if she, did she fight? Did I don't know. I, I know she's I on know she she, she's on Twitter, but she's pretty hot. Um, yeah, I'm not so sure. I never really trained with her. <laughs> well, listen, this has been this has been very informative. Uh, Kaylin Curran, good luck with everything. Cheer up, okay? You got a huge future in the sport. Oh my god, huge! Seriously, thank you. You got a huge future. Mm-hmm. Where can people find you on Twitter? 
Uh, just my name, Kylan Karan, K A I L I N Karan, G U R A N. All right, and uh, is and your is your boyfriend yeah. a uh, pro surfer? Yeah, she's a professional surfer. What's his name? Keanu is seeing like Keanu Reeves. All right, cool. Well, I'll give him my best too. Ha- happy holidays to both of you. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Bye, Kaylin. Bye. Take care, Kaylin. Bye. All right. That was uh, these kids. I can't even relate to kids anymore. (laughs) Why are you giving me that look? (laughs) Every time there's like a lull in the conversation. So, would you ever make out? Hey, told us last week. That's why I flip you yeah, off because I know exactly where it's going. And he makes I up details. A professional question about fighting, and then and he gets flip flops. <laughs> flip flops. Don't forget the yeah. question about no, the flip flops. Hey, no. where can I get some flip flops no, in Hawaii? <laughs> no, so professional. She's like, there's a Marshalls right down the street from my house. She's like, uh, what the fuck are Hawaiian flip flops? <laughs> there are certain kind of flip flops. Just saying. And oh, she was okay. like showing them off the one time that was at rain. Oh, all right. And I was like, I want them, and then I never got back to her. Oh, they don't make them in size 13, men. <laughs> they don't. Oh, 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 oh shit! I'll oh, kill you with my big foot. Which Bigfoot? They're both huge. <laughs> big feet. <laughs> They'll make size thirteen men. <laughs> that is so mean, but hilarious. Hey, uh, I'm not ashamed of my big feet. How how big are your feet? Yeah, big feet. Yeah, pretty. Uh, yeah. Wow. Big. How big? Like a size ten women's. Wow. And yeah. my twelve year old daughter wears those. Mm. Yep. <laughs> so. What do you got? What do you got planned this week? Anything fun? This week, um, well, I was supposed to go to this to a stunt school this morning in, up in Northridge. You learn how to do stunts? Well, I've been studying just to do like some other stuff because I know how to fall and I know how to do a pretty good stunt scene. But I'm facing my fear of heights right now. Mm. And uh, but it was closed because it's an outside school and it's been uh, raining. Yeah. But uh, yeah, they made me jump off of a storage unit last week how big how high uh i think like 15 feet 15 or 20 feet and i I is there a net no like it was onto a crash pad because it wasn't like that high of a fall but i literally had a panic attack really literally had a panic attack and then they were coordinating a fight scene on the ground and i was like looking at the instructor i'm like this isn't what i do i want to do that shit over there and she's like oh well in order to do that shit you have to come down and you can't use the stairs so as soon as she told me that, I just fucking jumped right off. And then wow. I just do the fucking, yeah, because I, I just don't do really well with really like. What's large the highest heights. they make you fall from? That was the storage. I hear you're high all the time. Uh, not today. <laughs> not today. <laughs> um, but it was scary. It was like, I think I felt or I fell when I was a kid off of a tree, and it's like scarred me for life. Really? Yeah. Sorry to hear that. Yeah, but I'm. I mean, I jumped like a few. You're doing like, it. You're overcoming your fears. Right, and they're like, they're like, you don't have to be able to jump like from 40 feet up, but you want to be able to jump off of like a storage unit. So mm-hmm. you're more applicable to more. They should have like the bottom be like a giant muff, yes. and you jump right into oh it. Oh my. Yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, but she'd probably break her neck. She'd be diving into it. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> well, he said it. Don't look at me like that. He uh, said it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Just look. Look. You can. We're two comedians. We're idiots. Yeah. You know. and it's the aftershock of the Hector Lombard phone call. Oh God. I get was, it. I, I totally so, get it. I was so stressed. That really was stressful. <laughs> 
Girl, I was honestly was fucking stressed. He like, needs like a midday drink. He's like, okay, let me just go take his advice. I was like, what was that? that was, I was so excited. I was so excited for that moment. Like, it'll be great. And Hector will call in and they'll start <laughs> jab, verbally jabbing at each other. And it'll be funny. And we'll all be like, that was great. The, the great first lull in conversation was like, <laughs> <laughs> we just looked at each other. Like, all of a sudden it was like, uh, this is a really, we just got two caged animals against each other. I literally scooted uh, back in my seat and was like, I'm not a part of this right now. Oh, I, God. Did you want to like take your headphones off? Yeah, I was just like, nope, I refuse. DJ quit halfway through. Yeah, he like, fuck he this. just walked out of the room. Yeah, that uh, was, are, are you keeping that whole awkward part in? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think we have to. <laughs> yeah, right. uh, I think we should. I think it was definitely going to be entertaining. People are going to be like listening to it, like, what the fuck's going on right now? Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe this. Is, who's, whose horrible idea was this? <laughs> uh, meanwhile, Mickey Rourke, you guys see that fight? Mm-hmm. Or, uh, you know, quotation fight? Yeah. I mean, at what age? Mickey Rourke was a good... 61 ama- years old. He was a good amateur boxer, 60 years old. You know, he, he was like, actually, I think competitive. He was pros, but he never really made it as a pro. He was a, he was a good fighter. And he's a great actor. At what, he's ripped. And I understand that, like, he's watching MMA and watching UFC, actually watching boxing. I want to do that. But come on. I mean, I mean, who are, who are Paying we... Paying off a homeless, you know... <laughs> Paying off homeless. A homeless... Uh, old boxer. I hope that's not true. I hope it's not. I mean, who are he we kidding here? The guy was the guy was one and eight. Yeah, and supposedly homeless. Uh, the dude had an eight. <laughs> had an eight of uh, coke. Had, had an eight. Uh, had, hadn't eaten. Oh, had an oh, had an eight. <laughs> had an eight. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> so it's funny when you explain it four times and I still don't get it. Right, it's, still, uh, it's still not funny. But yeah, no, it was he had an eight. It was actually pretty funny. Um, <laughs> but I mean, Mickey Rourke. Look, at a certain point. Look, I'm I'm 36 years old. I'm never gonna be a fighter. I'm never gonna get into a cage. The most I'll ever do is maybe go to wrestling or jiu-jitsu, maybe take a boxing class, and I'm okay with that. Like, what? Now, what, what add is, 30 years to that. Add yeah, 25 add 30 years more years. Age. What is he trying to prove? And to who? By beating up a guy who's one and eight. What are you proving? But he didn't beat him up though. There's like you saw that one little body shot, and the dude didn't drop. What? He took what? a step. He took a step over, and then went down to a knee. And then Mickey Rourke like walked away like looking back like yeah motherfucker. And then at the end he's like kid. you know this trying is... to do the walk away. And yeah, then, and then so at the end cheesy. at the end he's like yeah you know I've been calling Mickey Ward every week for the last two weeks and he said go to the body go to the body go to the body and then he goes uh, you know ten more fights me and Hopkins let's do this. Well, Anthony Hopkins. <laughs> I, I think I'm even more of a fight on. Seriously, no, no, Stephen Hawking. But I'm saying, seriously, what, what, Ow, that what, hurt. what is that? Like, why? What, what is he proving? I mean, he's just trying to regain his youth. It's not coming back. Yeah, Mickey. let see, it that's, go. That's all. That's all it boils down to. Is his ego won't let him go. Like, yeah, his ego won't let him let it go. But he never really had it. Like, it wasn't like. I mean, this is not. I can understand a fighter go like like you know like Bisbing or some guy who's like you know well I guess I you know my, my my like last fight and he fights a little bit more longer than he should I I understand all that I want to go <laughs> thirty the years time later. it takes you to realize something so clear is not exactly how it's gonna go for somebody like Mickey Rourke especially since he's sixty one and probably has dementia exactly like <laughs> sixty two no and he's so like he's been in the he's been in showbiz for how long he doesn't want to really accept things about himself you know you look at him on screen he doesn't look so good doesn't look so good so what is he trying to do compensate through athletics yeah i don't know everyone involved in that thing should be fired i know it was an exhibition fight it didn't really count 
But it's just like that, that wasn't the main attraction for that fight. No, those shorts no, look serious. Say, I'm just saying it's just wasting everyone's time. It's uh, his in Spanish. His shorts is it though? Because we're talking about handsome, it right now. Right? No, Lapo, they got a million Siempre. hits on a million hits on YouTube. Yeah, exactly. So he's made himself relevant. I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know whether like, we like it or not. Like Angela Magana with all our shit talking. Yeah, speaking of that, uh, did Magana... you see the picture she just posted on her Twitter? Like, what the hell? What was another that? one? No, of um, Heather Joe Clark. Oh, with the horrible face. Yeah. No, yeah, and then what is her? What is her? And the thing is, she the, was talking shit about us on there on Twitter. No, because we said that we're headlining the uh, yeah, that she LA chimed comedy in. Club. Was like, There's gonna be six people there. Did you see how she took out her queen, like her your queen? Because yeah, I I called her out on it because I was like the only queen. Yeah, the only queen I know of is the queen of spades Shayna Baszler and she took it out immediately I said I don't want to cross the line because she'll snort it but <laughs> no the thing about Magana though is that like you know like I've been trying to go delicate because sometimes people she's actually breaking out the worst in MMA people on fans on Twitter because people are saying you're a bitch and you're a whore and you're an ugly cunt and they're saying these awful things which is not how how they should be reacting that's not helping anybody that's that's bringing out the worst in people and then she's going back and saying well you look like whale vagina or you look like a twisted asshole is what she calls somebody and she told go- some dude that i could take a picture of a pile of shit and it'll be 10 times nicer looking than your big scrotum looking head yeah exactly i, I mean like, she's going back and forth <laughs> but that's not that's who's that really helping it's not really helping anybody just and let I, her be her own self-destruction it's also bringing out like the worst like talk about guys who are like angry towards women calling her like oh you you're a dumb whore crack whore and like did I, I, I can't get behind that I, but I'm trying to insult her in ways <laughs> where I'm just insulting her I said like like she'll like the uniforms because in 10 years she'll be working at McDonald's or oh, something no. stuff like that where it's I'm trying to go out of my way to not I don't, I don't even have to go out of my way but you know, there, you know there are ways to insult people without having to cater to that type of audience but the thing is that that's bothering me about her is that uh Number is that number one? She she she's just I don't know. I, a lot of things bother me about her. Fucking Angela <laughs> McConaughey. Well, what is she? I don't even know what she's. But what, what what is she doing? What what? Is, she's bored. But you know what? She's creating a buzz. She now has twelve thousand followers, and she's pretty soon she'll have twenty thousand. And you know there are guys out there. Mitch Clark has four thousand. Mitch Clark beat Ally Aquinta and beat John uh, whatever his name is the John McGuire. Magana hasn't won a fight in four years, and it is, and it is uh, technically on social media four times as popular. So there is something she's doing. Is it the right way? I don't believe so. Nah, she got but, those followers through Ultimate Fighter. Yeah. Not through her shenanigans. Think so? Yeah. Well, Ultimate Fighter yeah, little, gave her attention, little, but at the same time, yeah. it's still her shenanigans, though. I mean, but the thing that I don't like about her, though, is like she's calling Isling Daly Alfred Daly. You know, she's calling him her Alfred because she looks like a man. And, and like, even even when I'm doing like the text chat, I'm going, I'm actually That's not even, funny. I'm not even as mean as the real people. Like, uh, but I, I sometimes I'm getting edited out. Like, I'll put a lot of stuff in there that gets edited out because it's it's over line. As a comedian, I, I'm not allowed to even see the line. I'm allowed to see a little bit over it, but as a comic, I can't censor myself because then you're done. You're you're dead in the right. water. As soon as I start. Going, I have to, I have to be funny. Because it's like I have to just put it out there and let the, the editor take that, care of it. It goes the same way for fighting. As soon as you start censoring your fight style, you're gonna start losing. You hear That's that, Jake? the truth. That's fucked up. What? It's true. <laughs> is, is boxing now, or use your wrestling? Well, it's not used as wrestling. Jake has to, Jake has to find himself. Yeah, and get it's back, more than just it's and get more back than just and get back to the Jake Ellenberger. Jake Ellenberger. Uh, 
has been with some of the best trainers in the world. Yeah. I mean, you can he, you know, There's uh, no doubt about that. You look at Team Quest, Team Rain, uh, you know, you look at Pat Miletic's gym. Oh, yeah. I mean, all the all the people he's trained with, uh, Kings MMA, now the guys over at GFC and the, you know, He's been with some great trainers, so he he has to. But he, there's nothing really you could teach him at this point that he doesn't already know. Yeah. It's just a matter of like it's believing it. Hopefully, with this Koscheck fight, he will. Uh, he'll he'll get it together for this fight. Let's hope so. Like if if not, maybe it's time to do something else. That's that's but that's Jake Ellenberg's gonna be fine no matter what he does. He's a smart guy and he's a worker. The guy works his fucking ass off. But you know, it's a matter of look. Sometimes, who, who knows? Do I believe in him? Sure. Do I think he could do it? Sure. Would, would I fucking hate him if he said, you know what? I'm, I'm not, it's, it's not in me anymore? No, because that's, that's just the game. That's the that's fight the game. People, some people retire at fucking 22. Mm-hmm. I, I retired MM, uh, wrestling at 17. <laughs> so some people retired at eight. Some people, <laughs> people retire at 62. It's just, it's just a matter of, that's just the way it goes. Mickey Rourke will never retire. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> so Vanderlei Silva is appealing the lifelong ban he got. He should not be banned for life. There's no, I mean, he, he did run from a drug test, and then he didn't show up to court, which is why he got banned for life. However, guys who have was failed... Was he trying to find a fight in Japan? He was, after he's been banned for life already. But he's already... There are guys that have been caught with steroids on numerous occasions that are not banned for life. He's never been caught. He just ran away, which is basically saying, you know, he's technically <laughs> never been caught. But uh, he, should, he should be allowed to fight, Vanilla Silva. That's my opinion. Uh, and as far as the uniforms go, I think it's a bad idea, personally. I think um, part of what makes fighters appealing are people who can relate to them and people who can identify with them. The individuality. Individuality. And I think a lot of fans, uh, you know, they see certain fighters and go, oh, Felice Herrig, I like, I like the girl with that. Or Jenna Benavidez, I like the guy with the little shorts. Or, so, or I like the guy in the Speedo. Or, I like did you the, see those dude wipes? Or, or like the dude wipes. Or Colton, uh, what's his name? The guy, uh, uh, you know, yeah. pothead guy. Uh, or the famous Shogun. Cody McKenzie has a fucking tag on his shorts. But there's certain things Shogun about- Hua in his famous white shorts that with he fights eyes. in all the time. Yes, yeah. exactly. Like, those are, those. that's like... The bad boy shorts? Yeah. And now I know DJ says that the fighters are going to be able to talk to, you know, Reebok and say, I want this. But you know what? They're not FITM fucking graduates. No one went to FIT uh, that went to fighting. No, but I think, is I, it going to be uniforms? basically it's going to be, you know, there's a standard look and then you work with them on the colors and, and all that stuff. If so it's going to be like IFL, like when the IFL guys have uniforms? And like, uh, I think that's terrible. Uh, I think a lot we'll of... See. I mean, we'll see what happens in July. Everybody wears when, tank when tops. Look, I was a huge can, pro wrestling fan. Yeah. Pro, I mean, my my bar mitzvah was Adam's no holds bar mitzvah. That was that was my, that was my bar mitzvah theme. I swear to God, and I had pictures of Ultimate Warrior with my head on them all over. And you know, MMA when MMA came along, I'm like, man, fuck wrestling. This is ten times better. But I still like that wrestling aspect of it. And now I don't want to see two guys that look like they're corporate fighting each other. I think also, yeah, I know how they're going to let them customize the the outfits for individual fighters and stuff, but is the customization going to be, you know, how they have, like, the payouts for, like, the one through fives and then the the six through through ten or whatever? You think it's going to be a limit on how much you can customize your fight 
outfit depending on where you are in the rankings like that also matters not only that the rankings itself are ridiculous because it's sometimes the number 12 guy will fight the number three right guy yeah. and number 12 guy is the favorite yeah. like yeah. The, the that's well, the, another the, the issue the media selects the rankings and maybe there needs to be a new system now yeah because the, the media shouldn't be picking you know these guys pay out or we're just it's, all yeah. over analyzing all of it because it just happened today right i mean we'll yeah. see in july right we'll see july august yeah. september and that's when we can really make a, it's fucking a good judgment. Guy. and finally conor mcgregor and uh frankie edgar frankie edgar are fighting on twitter uh <laughs> conor mcgregor frankie edgar says look like the, i guess there was a poll who deserves the next title shot more people said they want a frankie edgar edgar says see look i let my fighting good talking Conor McGregor then posted the payouts of the last three times, four fights, whatever. Whereas McGregor made millions, and you know uh, Edgar was in the hundreds of thousands. And uh, I don't know. I personally believe that if you look at who these guys have beaten, Frankie Edgar deserves that shot. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, but at the same time, he already had the shot. That's the thing. He already fought him. If a guy already fought him, but that's. The, that's a thin lining because he is he was champion for a while and I feel like if you have been champion for a while you deserve that shot at any time you know like depending on your performances he performed so well against Cub Swanson I was actually I thought Cub was gonna win I did I thought like he had you know worked on his wrestling and everything he got demolished demolished as a fighter in that cage and you see you see his true championship mentality in that whole fight that whole fight he did not let up on him once mm. no and, it was unbelievable it was yeah a, i mean even cub said the guy took me took me to school yeah and i never saw cub dominated that way mm-hmm. ever i seen cub did not get knocked out but i never saw him to get dominated that way mm-hmm. he beat him up um frankie edgar is a, a straight beast can he do that to aldo i don't know it's a different aldo's a different i mean aldo versus mcgregor would probably be more of a fun fight as far as hype goes, selling tickets. But are uh, both of those fighters grinders? No. No. They're both I want, and I want to see McGregor lose, honestly. Or I want to see McGregor challenged, at least. And I think that... Uh, Frankie's the only Frankie, one in 145 yeah. that like really pushes so, the pace. Well, wait, why, why make the championship fight a challenge for McGregor? I mean, McGregor <laughs> hasn't earned his right. He, you're right. You're right. right. I mean, why, why are you going to earn your stripes Mc, on a yeah. championship fight? No. No, no. No, I'm saying I, I want to see... You're, you're right. You're right. Edgar yeah. deserves it. There's no question. Edgar deserves it. But did... That that doesn't necessarily mean that's how the UFC is going to do it. I mean, did Chael Sonnen deserve to fight John Jones? I mean, he he lost. But he how lost dis- to Anderson okay, Silva. So how, but how disappointing jumped is, up a weight class. How disappointing is that when you go go through the build up right and you're like, oh my god, I can't wait to see these guys in the octagon, and all of a sudden it's like one guy gets his ass whooped for like thirty seconds. You're like, damn. That mm-hmm. was stupid. Damn, right. I, I waited for that. I waited. Like, what if like Cormier, like DC and Jones, right? We're 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 chomping at the bit, and then what if like. One of those guys just rails through them in thirty seconds. I mean, well, yeah, but like, they both deserve oh, to be there. Man. I mean, it's a lot. It's I a, to see a fight. Yeah, but it's a lot more disappointing when a guy didn't deserve to be there when you were kind of like right, you know, you're sold right. a you're sold right. a bill of goods. But that's the media's you know, job tickets. to do that to yeah, make it wolf, seem. Wolf, wolf, that's wolf. the media's job to make it seem like they are ready and they are they should be there because right. that's the only way that they're going to sell tickets. Not Fox Sports. Yeah, uh, we'd be questioning that. Touche, ah, <laughs> touche, friend. No, I think honestly, I think Edgar deserves it. I want to see Edgar get it. And if you really want to, 
if MMA really wants to be the sport that it takes itself so seriously, you have to go by rankings. There's, you know, in in the NFL in the Super Bowl, the number one team doesn't play the number. Uh, you know, 11 team because they would sell more tickets. They, 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 the two teams that deserve to get there, get there. And that's every single sport should be that way. Yeah. Otherwise, what's the point of having ratings and stuff like that? I understand, though. That's why I, I but that's, that's my whole philosophy of why Ben Askren should be in the UFC, why John Fitch shouldn't have been cut, why Yushin Okami shouldn't have been cut. To me, you can't cut, you should not cut a guy that's ranked 1 to 10. 1 to 20, you shouldn't cut him. Because that means that you're, you're letting in 23, 24, and you're not letting in the guy ranked 9. How does that make any sense? It doesn't. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't technically. At the same time, it but doesn't then you're going to go, well, this is a have, business. You, it, it, and it is, and it is also an entertainment it's business. It's business. Yeah, and it's... <laughs> well, is it, is, it, is it a sport or is it an entertainment business? You have to decide. Both. No, it's both. It's both, but they saw something they didn't like, so they got rid of it. That's how it works, and they have the power to do that, you right? You know, and doesn't unfortunately, right. un- it doesn't mean it's right. It doesn't mean that everybody's gonna like it, but the show must go on for them, you know. And those fighters weren't a pull anymore, and it sucks because I'm a fan. I'm a huge fan of Akami. I fucking I didn't understand why either until you really just look at what they were trying to do by taking him out. Yeah, but to me, it's not helping. And do you personally like? Do you yeah, need somebody not, to lean, like a shoulder sport. lean it's on not, and cry on? It's not helping the sport. It's not well, helping the sport because that's because what you think now. Down the line, you'll see why. That's well, how do you know? We're not down the line yet. What do you exactly? What do you Nostradamus? No, no, it's not that. It's just how sports work. This is a young sport. Sports don't work that way. They don't work that no, way. No, yeah, they do. Well, here they do. In the UFC, they do. But you can't do that. Well, that's not saying that's how sports work. If in the UFC they do, you saying all sports work? No, they don't. If the Lakers are in, are in the finals against, let's say, I don't know, the, the Pistons, which probably never happened. I don't know if they're the same league. <laughs> Team sports okay. don't, don't count. Sports are sports. Team you, sports don't count. You can't just count. cut people because they're not Team entertaining. Team sports don't count. Bullshit. It doesn't happen in tennis either. And then the number, the number the, the two best guys make the finals of the tournament. Then I go, well, you know what? This one's going to sell more tickets, so we're going to put Anna Kornikova in. Every yeah, but they you, never, you know they never outlined you a... Can't, you, can't make that, you can't make that comparison, though, because yeah, fighting, pe- fighting is... The, the guys who end up fighting are selected by one or a couple people. Yeah. Whereas team sports and just sports in general, like tennis. I mean, there's it's, tournament style. I mean, they're... It's bracket. It's, it's like bracket-based. Yeah. Like in, Uf, in MMA and then UFC, it's not about the... The brackets are what people want to see, and what's going to make the money. I, okay, that's nothing to do. With, what, what I'm trying to say is that, to me, to make it a pure as pure as possible, you let the best guys in. Mm-hmm. Okay, you don't cut guys that are ranked in the top ten or top twenty uh, because that doesn't make any sense. And uh, and Frankie Edgar deserves a title shot, so he gets a title shot, even if McGregor would sell more tickets. That's. My own personal opinion. And you know what? You end up maybe losing less money in the short term or more money in like the long term because more people go, oh, this makes, this makes more sense. If I'm, if I'm coming in and I go, okay, uh, if I'm turning on TV and all of a sudden, uh, what's that guy's name? Uh, X-Pac or the, 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 the wrestler? 
the wrestler from WWE that just got cut on his wedding day, your friend. CM Punk. Oh, CM if all Punk. of a sudden I'm turning on TV and CM Punk is fighting for the title, I'm going, what the fuck is this? And I'm turning it off. <laughs> I actually, I probably, you personally, I probably watch it, but you probably but, but, buy that but, but, but still, still, you get, you get. So the you point. just nullified your whole point. No, okay. Yeah, you no, did. I, I know. I'd, I'd watch it, but there's I, some curiosity. I, I curi- yeah. curiously watch it, but I go, this is ridiculous. This is, this is, wait, what? Why is CM Punk who's zero and zero uh, getting a title shot? You know, it, it wouldn't make any I sense. I see your frustration, it's not but it just doesn't it doesn't happen that way anymore. Mm. It doesn't. It should. You're being schooled by Marina right now. Oh, really? <laughs> That's the air she's putting on. Oh, thanks. It doesn't work that way. Oh, the air. Adam. Oh, thanks. Thanks, thanks <laughs> Bob Costas. Mic drop. Walk away. <laughs> yeah, right. Mic drop. <laughs> Mic drop has everyone walked out of the room. <laughs> Anyway, listen, people. Uh, that is our podcast today. Uh, it was, it was, it was awkward. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> it was the fun, only though. person who made it awkward is the host. Hosts? Yeah, no, me, oh, I, me. I made it's, it awkward. You're, uh, you're the you, one who tweets the show, not us. Yeah, because you guys don't fucking give me help. <laughs> you just exposed yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks a lot. I appreciate it. But yeah, because somebody, I have to go, hey, T-Rex, maybe tweet out to your 27 followers that you're on the show today. <laughs> really? Think it's a good idea? Yeah. Oh, really? I was like, that's you what I said. You listen? <laughs> cool. Thanks, man. When are we going to get a sponsor? I don't know. He goes, when are we going to get MMA Roaster t-shirts? I go, what was your last job? I used to own a t-shirt company. Well, why don't you make us fucking t-shirts? <laughs> I said I used to. <laughs> I used to work at McDonald's, too. I'm not going to flip burgers. I never worked there, by the way. Thanks. Great, great <laughs> analogy. All right. So where can people find you, Marina? On Twitter, Instagram, Score, <laughs> all that fun stuff. Nice. Yeah. Have you got paid by Score yet? I hear mixed signals now. I did. I did, but it was a little bit late. Hmm. Um, I don't know. They're trying to work out the kinks. It's a new app, and they was it have worth it. Yeah, it was you know, I get to take selfies and put it on the Instagram. And people tell me how pretty I am all the time, and then I get paid for it. This business model seems like it's foolproof, huh? This <laughs> <laughs> is gonna go really well. As soon as they're like, Felice Herrick made nine thousand dollars this month. I'm like, oh yeah, this is a great investment right here. Yeah. Should be doing that anyway. All right, but uh, but yeah, fuck it, get paid, do what you can. I'm all, I'm all for paid it. In the shade, shade. I'm all for it. And T Rex, where are you? Uh, this weekend I'll be in Chicago doing shows with Damon Williams. What? Um, yeah, and then uh, Damon Williams. I, I wish, Damon Williams. Oh. <laughs> um, so I'll be in Chicago all weekend doing that. Um, and then uh, yeah, Twitter and uh, Facebook, Todd Rex and ToddRex.com. And I will be. Uh, where am I tonight? I don't know if it's be up by tonight. Probably not. But if it is about by tonight, I'm at the Haha tomorrow night State Social House in Hollywood. I got a private party on Friday. Uh, the following week, I'm in Arizona. Where's your private party on Friday? In uh, Sacramento. Mm. Yeah. Mm. A Christmas party. They hired mm. They hired me, I guess, to, to ruin the Christmas party. Um, <laughs> and then where am I next Friday? I'm at... Uh, Tia's brother's Christmas party. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my yeah. God. Where am I next Friday? I'm, I'm, in, I'm in Scottsdale at uh, the Comedy Spot in Scottsdale, Friday and Saturday night uh, in Arizona. And uh, good luck to all the fighters this week. We're going to be watching. Um, and, and then we're going to be talking about it. Good luck to Carla week. Esparza. I'm going to her viewing party. Want to come to her viewing party tomorrow night? Yeah, why not? You want to wanna come? Yeah. Where is it? Come? It's in... Uh, she does it down in Redondo, doesn't yeah, she? In, uh, yeah, in Redondo. Oh, I'll be in, um, I'll be in Fullerton, so it won't be that far. Come. Me. I want to go. I'll yeah. bring the girls, maybe. Nice. Bring the girls. She would love it. I love Carla. The girls? No, not you. No, he girls. meant like the breasts. It is very... The girls? <laughs> 
What girls? This is a this is a padded bra. This is like false advertising. Really? Well, you're you're, you're a C, right? No. You're a B. Mm, you're an A cup. Kind of. Dixie. Wow. A yeah, really? Like She's a, a Dixie small, cup. No, because like I train and pat, like lift and stuff. Say goodbye, titties. Like this is not. It's wow. Not like a. Hmm. Yeah. That's Damn. advice I should li- uh, listen to. Fuck, man. I said, so if I lift, my titties will go away? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, first they'll probably get bigger, and then they'll probably get smaller. <laughs> oh, man. A cup for annoying. Um, no. <laughs> I'm kidding. Are <laughs> there any a... titties in here? <laughs> like a small B. Such a pretty girl. It doesn't matter how small your titties are. Uh, it's all about just, personality. At least you never have to worry about breast creepy. cancer. But really? What? Take that one out. <laughs> no, it shows how dumb. No, keep it, it in. Keep it in. He's been he's been missing all day long. It's kind of funny. All right, so follow me, MMA Roaster, Adam Comedian. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you, Bizbing. Thank you, Hector Lombard. Uh, thank you, Kaylin Curran. Take care. Is it Kylin? Kylin, right? Kylin. Thank you, Kylin. Thank you, DJ and Foxport.